The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Now, I gotta be, so I'm surprised here. There was an opportunity, Peter Kay in the house, living out there in Hawaii, unlike Joey B, who was just pretending to be a Hawaiian. But I'm a little surprised that it's still Dwight Howard, and I thought, from memory, Tyrese Maxey behind Harry's head. Yes. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, it and is. not... LeBron James, no. of all people. Like, that's where I thought Harry was going to be all geeked up, jacked mm. up, kind of like how Barrett Brooks is today to break down the difference between Andre Dillard and Jordan Maialata. I yeah. thought Harry was all geeked and smashed up, ready to talk about LeBron James' exit from the postseason, which I told you was going to happen yesterday. See, now you're just previewing our overtime segment, oh, which is when I'm going to tee up Barrett. Wait. Two yes, absolutely. The overtime segment is as important as anything on this program. And we are going to tee Barrett up for about a six-minute soliloquy on, on the, the trials and tribulations of Andre Dillard, who is now a new man and ready for no. this season to battle for no. the left tackle position. No. Do we, do we really have to wait? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's the deal. We, Yeah, I mean – to be honest, can we not find a third thing to talk about? Or maybe we just bring it back and over. Like, we can okay. bring something back as long as it's a topic. We can bring right. it back. And All right. I didn't know. See, the rules change every day, Aton. I don't know where the rules are. Uh, they're, they're sort of evolving as the show goes. So whatever you want to do, that's fine with me. Because I knew as soon as I saw this yesterday, I'm like, man, I can't wait to tee up Barrett for his boy, Andre Dillard, who's out there telling the media that he's a new man. What? Why? Why? This is this is an opportunity, you know, that that few and far between get a chance to do. We're talking about this. There's one hundred and eighty thousand student athletes that come out every year to try to get into the NFL. There's there's thirty two teams on each team. There's fifty three guys on those fifty three of those fifty three guys. There's probably going to be a carryover, at least thirty six to forty guys from the previous roster. Then you have the seven draft picks. Then you have guys that are going to change teams, you know, from free agents. Now that leaves at the most, at the very most, two or three spots for guys, you know, that that, are right on the edge of making a roster. And he's got this opportunity as a first rounder to be given a position and he doesn't take advantage of it. I have no sympathy for him. In fact, I'm I'm, going to say this. I think it's weak-minded him think he can just change just one offseason. Come on, man. Out of here. And this is not Stephen A. See, I've been on the football field. I've been that guy before. So I can give you personal experience from it. Yeah. Not like, you know, not like, you know, some guys you'll just say stuff and you know talk about a guy's heart and it's never been on the field. I've been on the field. Right. Like you with Ben Simmons. This is different. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I've never been sorry. on a basketball court, though. Oh, I see how it's going to be today. Did you see that, Barrett? A shot thrown. Shot. Yeah, shots thrown. 
Although, although we did get on his head last night, so he's a little mad from that, huh? We, we was on his head last night. Really? We had the whole group of guys on you last night. I know. Night, it, was, it was like a battle royal last night. <laughs> what do you mean? On the show? Yeah, yes. on the show. But you, you were ready for it. You're always ready for it. On the Broad Street South show. You were yeah, I didn't it. think that I was getting crushed, was I? <laughs> no, you weren't getting crushed. Oh. We were just on you. We didn't say crushed. I said we were, we were just on you, bro. It was just on you. Of course, you're good at just fighting back, man. You're going you to get a jab here, a jab there, a jab here. But how about Andre Dillard saying that it was a shock to him that he took criticism on social media? Are I mean, you, where has this guy been? Right. You know, well, was, was, the, was, he, was he homeschooled or something? Like, <laughs> has he ever been exposed to the world? What's, what's, um, what's, what's um, uh, Walu or wherever is, where's Washington um, State at? What's, what's it called? Waterloo, Walu, where, well, wherever it's in it is. Pullman, Washington. Pullman, yeah. Well, it's in Pullman. This guy, man, come on, man, come on. I mean, I mean, realistically, when he got drafted, yeah. watching film on him, being in the Big Ten, I mean, uh, the Pac-10 or Pac-12, I he had some great sets, but I didn't see anybody really trying to put that heat and that pressure on him. At this level, you're gonna get it all. You're gonna get, especially when you're a first round pick, you're gonna get it all. Right. Wow. Yeah. Why'd you mute? Oh. Uh. Oh, because because my my grandson. No, no, no. I, 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 I thought there was a technical issue with it. No, no, no. no. Me. I, my, he's playing a game. I told him to turn it down. But we got to go to break, though. I understand. No, we have another forty seconds. Forty seconds. Well, I'll give you forty seconds of just pure hell on Andre Dillard. Either go see the wizard or don't come out on the field next year. Period. Wow. Point blank. I hate you know, to do it you to get, him. You, you got to fight, man. It's all about fighting. It's all about being out there and competing. Make it mean something to you. If you get your ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? Be mad about it. Don't just take it. You know, I understand people got different ways in which they handle adversity, but you got to fight, man. You know what I'm saying? It's fight or flight. He flew yesterday. I mean, last year yeah. he flew. Right, look, I think right now, and we'll get into it, but this is a huge element of anybody who thinks the Eagles are going to do well, be successful, all of that has to do with his line and guys staying healthy and really playing well. We'll see. Health. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, it's a Friday. It's a Lakers-less Friday on the program today. Now, we're going to be joined by Mo Dak. Mo is out west, so he was up at 4 a.m. Eastern time when I was dealing with insomnia. And I hit him up from, for a DM to see if he could come on because Mo breaks all the tape down. He's our Barrett Brooks version in the NBA. So he's okay. from... I mean, this guy has worked for teams and been the top tape breakdowner, if you will. That's not a real term. So Mo's going to join us in the second hour, <laughs> and he's going to let everybody know what exactly went wrong with L.A. but went right with Phoenix. We do have one game tonight that we'll turn our attention to. It's technically round one and a half right now going on out there in the PGA, and also – it seemed like I think Harry probably forgot, but I know Barrett was counting the hours until the Philadelphia Phillies returned from their two-day break, which seemed pretty ridiculous 
in this state. But look, they were on break. They were on break. I told you you wouldn't. No, 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 no. Wow. They were on break. But here's the other thing, too, is we have a very interesting situation here in Philadelphia that I don't think any other team of note really is dealing with. And it's a dynamic that you guys don't really see in football. You've got what? Jordan Maialata, who was taken at the end and end. The seventh uh, round. Seventh yep. round, Barrett. Seventh versus round. Versus Andre Dillard, who was not taken in the seventh round. Traded up for in the first. This is a dynamic right now. How often do you see this? And think about this. We're, we're going to come back on the network coming up. Ron Culver's in the house. Sports Map Radio. We are always live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studios here in Philadelphia. But just think about this for a second. We'll talk extensively, Barrett, Harry, after I'm done blabbing here, about this dynamic. I don't think you see this much at often, at, really at all. And let me just set the table here in the final 15 seconds. You've got a position battle that is epically important right now at the left tackle. And you have a guy who has earned it, but taken in the wrong time of the draft versus a guy who hasn't earned anything except right. for when he was taken. We'll do that coming up next. All right. Think about that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's just unfortunate. My lotta, you know, had he played college football, you know, perhaps that guy, you know, would have been up closer to towards the top of the draft. And maybe the Eagles don't even get him if that happens. I get it. But, you know, you play a couple of years in the Pac-12, you get scouted at the combine, and all of a sudden you're a first-round pick. And now you're heavily in, they're heavily invested in you. And you sort of have to try to see this through. Well, it's a different dynamic that's playing into it also. The fact that, you know, you have Jeff Stoutland telling the team to jump up and pit Jordan Mylotta in the first. But then you also have Jeff Stoutland that took a project and molded a guy that never played football before in his life. And he went out and played well last year. So it's, it's, it's the dynamics in which, you know, Jeff Stoutland has to think about this whole situation is, all right, I have my project. This is this is this is this is my molded piece of clay that I turn into a football player. Mm. And then you have, all right, I have my first rounder right here. So he pounded the table right. for Andre Dillard in the first round, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And also. Then he okay. also pounded the table for for Jordan Malata to trade up to get him in the seventh round. Okay. Who scouted so that guy? Who found that guy? <laughs> he did. Just Stalin did. Stalin found wow. Jordan Malata. So, you know, he was, he said, yes, get this guy. Maybe Stoutland um, should be the GM. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be mining, you're mining rugby or whatever the guy was, Australian rules football, you know, leagues for talent and finding that guy. That's pretty good. Well, all actuality, I think Jordan Malai got too big really to play it. And mm -hmm. then he said, you know, he, he got an agent, you know, so he went out and, um, and, uh, you know, trained for, you know, trying to play in the NFL as a, as a tackle, his agent. Got him a couple workouts. When he got workouts, word got out. You know how mm -hmm. big this guy is. How, how you know how, how strong uh, he is. You know strong is. You know and how good of an athlete he is for his size. And yeah. Stoutland saw that and he was like, "All right, I can make this dude a player." Yeah, and he did. You know, I mean, it, it it's so significant what I saw in the Dallas game. Him going against you know the best pass rusher probably in our division at the time, and him totally shutting them down and then hitting them. And realizing he could punk him a little bit, and then punk them, yep. throw them down, and oh my God, I if, if I can really hit people and hurt people, and I won't get in trouble for it. See, a lot of times when you are size, when you're a big guy, 
you used to get in trouble for hitting people. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. get a, you got you got a, a lot of trouble for for picking on people. Well, he finally realized, look, I can pick on people and not get in trouble for it. And from that point on, he he totally changed his game. He became a player, man. He became a player. He put that damn ukulele down and became a fighter. Yeah, you're anti ukulele. Yeah, I am. Man. I tell you, man. Am, now here's man. the thing. I'm, all... <laughs> I'm anti. I'm anti ukulele as well. I got you are. What yeah. about electric ukulele? No, I'd like to smash that and destroy it right in front of his face. I don't know, man. You run. I don't know how to do that though. An electric <laughs> ukulele through a Marshall stack amp with some distortion on it. No, I would like to kill that ukulele. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't do it in front of him, though. <laughs> well, you could. I could. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> Battle Royale, but yeah. That's what we should have some sort of bet here, where if Barrett Brooks loses the bet, he has to walk up to Jordan Maialata, snatch that ukulele, and just destroy it right in his face. Hey, give me this thing. What the hell is wrong with well, you? Well, he's my friend, so I, you know, I, I think I could get away with it, but I still don't want to try it, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, and look, here's the thing. You're not going to turn me down some rabbit hole of destroying Jordan Maialata. This kid, for all we know, is a great human being. He's oh, he is. Yeah. No question. He's come up from playing. I mean, think about how difficult it is to pick something up yeah. that you haven't played. Like golf. And play at the highest <laughs> level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Right. Golf. That'd be like somebody, you know, finding Aton here, you know, uh, at the driving range at Huntington Valley. Somebody scouts him. And all of a sudden, you know, two years later, he's on the PGA Tour. You know, me and, my, me and my Ferry. one iron. Not even the Corn Ferry. We bypassed the Corn yeah. Ferry. No, me and my me and my one iron. Yeah. Take right. to the PGA Tour. <laughs> well, you're already a professional athlete. So. <laughs> and it's almost like, oh, OK. Well, back. Jordan was, too. He was a professional uh, rugby player. You know, so I mean, that's why yeah. I really couldn't play college. Well, was ball. it rugby or was it Australian rules football? There is a somewhat of a difference, isn't there? Bro, when you I bet couldn't on it, tell you. you definitely know the difference. Oh, okay. I couldn't even tell you, man. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. So, but you know, it's it's it's. But we should get him on the show. Is what we should do. Jordan, yeah, he'd be a great guest. I'm gonna try to get him on then. Yeah, he'd try be fantastic. He's an interesting guy. I'm I'm interested to know his more about his background. Right. right, he's 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 different too, man. Like that's why I want him to make the friendly. team. That's why I want him to be the starting left tackle. Right, he's a nice guy, man. Yeah. He's like one of literally one of the most nicest guys. He's even nicer than I am. Wow. Sometimes that sometimes that that works against you in, on the football yeah. field. So uh -huh. I can turn it off and on. Right. He had to learn to turn it on, and that's the difference between you know being in NFL and playing you know this certain position your entire life. You know, that, that's why I say it's going to be so hard for Tebow to go in and play tight end. He's no longer going to have that red jersey on as a quarterback. Right. Uh, He's going to get hit. Yeah. He's going to get smashed. Now, that's Barrett true. already had a great career. But can you can you imagine how great Barrett would have been, Aton, if he would have had you and me on either side of him walking down the tunnel towards the field just yelling at him and giving him grief yeah. like we do on this show? <laughs> he would have turned that mean streak on and just been a, a, a holy terror. <laughs> it has stayed on. I, I probably had a yellow jacket on with you two. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It, it wouldn't even be like that. It wouldn't even be like the uplifting stuff you get where it's Floyd Mayweather or Mike Tight. Just pick your boxer of choice, right? Right. Fury, <laughs> while, they're walking in 
and they're walking down. The music is with playing. their entourage. Exactly. Yeah. And there's always check it. There's always one guy who is directing everything towards the box. You got it. You got it. And he's looking. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Isn't you he the hype it. man? Slapping him. Yes. He's, yeah. he's exact. He's spliff star for anybody who knows about <laughs> Buster Rhymes and all. That's what he is. He's just there to hype up. Yeah, you got it. But he's he's like looking at him and he's right. smacking him and everything. That that would be us would turn that's, around and be like, you suck, Barrett. You that's suck. Flavor Flav. <laughs> Flavor Flav. He was the hype man for Chuck for so long, man. Then he became a rapper. But I think he was just a hype man at first, wasn't he? Yeah. Flavor Flav. He was a better hype man than rapper. <laughs> I, think we all, I think we could all agree on that one. Wait, well, hey, man. Oh. Right, okay, you know, didn't, he have a yeah. didn't he have a renaissance in that celebrity rehab show? Yep. Yep. Yeah, him and Bridget Nielsen. Right, he was dating yep. Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, I thought. or is it Brigitte Nielsen? I think it's Brigitte. Brigitte. Yeah, that's like the odd couple, isn't it? Yes, yep. it she, is. She goes from married being married to Dolph Lundgren. Uh, he was He Man. He was he was in Rocky, and all of a sudden, she's with Flavor Flav. Well, well she's pretty tall, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's yeah. A, that's why I said the odd yeah. couple. Yeah, they wow. were definitely the odd couple. <laughs> so let me ask you this: What do you think? Like, what do you think stings or maybe stings is the wrong word. What do you think resonates more with the football community? Is it busting on someone like Andre Dillard where you aggressively moved up? You identified him as the future at left tackle. And now you're in a position battle with a guy who was taken in the seventh round or and look, you have to mitigate both. You have to deal with both if you're Howie Roseman or whatever GM of choice here. But on one side, you've got Dillard and just this perceived failure of mm -hmm. you as a talent evaluator, general manager, scout, all wrapped up in one. The other is well, maybe you're not. Maybe you're a genius that you were able to find this diamond in the rough who is competing at a top level. So what do you think resonates more with the NFL community, both in Philadelphia and kind of around the country? When it comes to this left tackle position and then looking at Howie Roseman, because I, I don't know. I, I think people well, try and go halfway, but, the, you know, Harry, there's yeah. one that sways more than. No, I, I think I don't know what about the national uh, audience, but I, I think here they're more focused in on the first round bust. It is because you know people, football fans, they they want to vent their anger when things don't necessarily go their way. Yeah, and this is just sort of more, uh, you know, resume building for the people that can't stand Howie Roseman, and I get it. You know, but they're not going to. They would rather rip him for a first round bust than give him equal credit for finding a seventh round rugby player. And developing him. It's not only finding him, but it's developing. And you got to give, right. you know, the coaching staffs, the offensive line coach, Doutland, and whoever else was involved in developing this guy. JP, Jason yeah. Peters. Right. You know, uh, it has nothing to do with what I mean. I, I, I'm saying this, but at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with Stoutland at this point. They're going to make come hook or crook, Jordan Malata earn that position, even though he earned it last year. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to hand it to the first round. Dillard will get it. He will get the best shot at it. They they don't want to look like they have egg on their face from picking a first rounder that's a pure bust. Like right. I said, I've never seen somebody more happy to be on 
um, IR than I was to see, you know, Dillard. You know, yeah, he but was just don't not you have ready to, to put the best year. guy in the spot in the spot. I mean, well, isn't that you're getting your quarterback's the, life in in, a, in his hands? It's a different essence. dichotomy when you think about that, man. When you think about, uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> um, oh wow. We're gonna have to talk about this in a second, but oh, yeah, we got to get to that, bro. Oh, what we a list that. that is. That's wow. a great list. I I only have one suggestion and great list. go ahead Barrett finish your thought yeah go ahead oh but when you think about you know <laughs> positions and, and guys making a team and who's playing or not where your draft that has a lot more to do than what people think about you know they really really invest money in this guy mm -hmm. so when they invest money in them they're gonna make sure that they're gonna get as much as they can from him. unless he's a total bust he's gonna get every opportunity to be the worst guy he can be well I mean you know in the end, whoever doesn't win the battle, whether they really didn't win it or whether the coaches and the, the organization just wants a certain guy to win the battle, does, is the other guy tradable? Yes. It would, or, yeah, oh, there's no question about that. Even, so who even would be more tradable? A, a, a former first-round pick that maybe just ended up in the wrong spot, got off to a bad start, but is really was evaluated as a first-round talent, or the other guy? Well, at this point um, – Jordan Malata is going to be a very rich man next mm -hmm. year. Somebody's going to pay him. Yes, whether yeah. he's here or somewhere else. Jordan Malata be a very rich man. He can be a starter in this league, a very good starter in this league, and given the right opportunity, he could be like Big V. Big V left the Eagles, was never really a full-time starter, mm -hmm. and got a $50 million contract right. with the Detroit Lions and barely playing up there. So you look at, you know, you look at that aspect of it, Jordan's going to be cool, but Dillard will also be a great trading commodity because he's a, a first rounder. Not only right. will they get like a, a compensation pick for him, like a third or a second round or something like that, but you know, a fourth round rather. Um, he's still a very he's he, he's still good enough to go on somebody else's team and, mm -hmm. and be a good player. He's still good enough. He just may not be better than Jordan Malata. Right. I believe he can still play. I believe he can play. I mean, he has great technique. He's a great technician. But who he's is not the, strong enough? Who is he's the guy? Not mean enough? Kelly that they traded away for Doriel Green Beckham. Yes, Kelly. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and he's been starting for the he's been starting for the, for the Titans, past four right? years. Yeah, for the yeah. past four years he has been a starter, whether it be coming in and, and playing the rest of the year for somebody that comes out, you know, goes out uh, on um, IR. But he's played consistently for that team. Kelly, Mister Longhair, right, has been a consistent player for him. I'm forgetting though. Didn't Doriel Green Beckham do some great things here in Philadelphia? And no, I, he did not. He took a check oh, and ran with not. it. Yes, he did. I think he <laughs> caught like how many? How many touchdowns did he have? One or two? Two. Yeah, no, that was two or even three. But the whole season, he had like what three hundred yards or something like that. Yeah, nothing. I mean, some about size and strength. That kid was like what six four. Who was the big? Was it? Was it DGB here? Mm -hmm. Was it Javon Curse here? <laughs> who was amazing when I covered him in Nashville, by the way, yeah. not so much here. Or was it our boy Hugh down in Jack's? Oh, he got here. paid. That was, I tell you, that was white collar crime. Yeah. <laughs> you, Hugh, Hugh Douglas going to Jacksonville was right. white collar crime. And I respect the hell out of that. Right. Move, man. 
Well, Bro, we talk about that all the time. We laugh about that all the time. When we were at uh, Chicken and Pete's, and we laughed about that so many times. Uh, well, he'll tell you, I was stealing money. I was stealing money. <laughs> well, I bet Tr- Trotter got a lot of money in Washington, too. Oh, and didn't yeah. Really, I don't really know. Do a yeah. whole lot. And then right. came back here. And he right? came back, right. Yeah, right. he got Ike Reese thrown out of a football game and then came back here. <laughs> or, Ike got, or Ike got him thrown out, as he'll tell I, I you. Think, I think it's right. the other way around. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I yeah. think they knew how to get to Trot. Did that ever happen? Like, did you ever go up against and, and this is interesting because I don't think I've ever asked you this, Barrett. I don't know if Harry has had this conversation with you as well, but that's such a historic moment in Eagles fandom was when Ike sacrificed himself that day to get their <laughs> leading linebacker removed from the game in trial. That was the Atlanta game, right? Yeah. yeah. In that pregame yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um I, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a story, man, that um, it's kind of messed up. Did you up, go but up against had... somebody like that? Like somebody you played with that you then went up against on another team that you knew exactly how to get to? Well, I mean, I did that all the time, you know, that I, you know, during the playing. Guy but... that you played with, right, that you knew. Like it's one thing if you go up against somebody twice a year and you kind of have this little battle. But it's another thing to be in practice, like maybe going up against him if he's on scout and then all of a sudden he's on another team starting on that D-line and you're like, man, I got you. Right. I didn't have that happen. But I, I will say this, man. I um, mean, we got two minutes. I got two minutes to say it. We were playing. Um, I was playing with the Steelers. Look we're playing against. He's looking at the yeah. clock. I yeah, it. I got to, man, because he was all on me about I that. Love look. It. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> we, um, we're playing Cleveland and they have a running back named Green. And I saw Green. I'm, I'm stretching. I look over the corner of my eye, and I see Green over there mouthing off the bussy, Jerome Bettis. Right. So I, I really know Joey Porter. I said, hey, Joey, is that Green over there saying something to um to um to Joey? I mean, I mean to uh, Bussy? He turns around and said, what? And he jumps up, walks over there, and Green walks across the 50-yard line. So as soon as he walked across that 50-yard uh, line, <laughs> he t- proceeded to whoop his tail, man. They were fighting. And they both got kicked out the game. And lo and behold, this is when Harrison turns into Debo. It becomes has three and a half sacks that game right. and ends up winning the starting position. And that very next season, they traded my boy, uh, you know, Joey Porter to Miami. So I like I ended somebody's career and then, you know, pumped up somebody's career. Does Joey still <laughs> holds you accountable? Yes, he I, does, I, man. Wow. Will he not I, I come just, on the show? We just talked about it like. You know, two years ago, we talked about it. You know, man, you got me up out of here, man. I'm, I'm still mad at you. <laughs> if Ron Artest can be boys with the guy that he slammed in the stands, then you and Joey can make up, all right? Well, we we, we still cool. We still cool, man. But he said, man, you, you definitely screwed me, man. But you did get me down to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick one here. Hype, man. I, I got a, something we're going to throw at Ron coming up because Ron Culver has had enough time to digest this program to where I think we can – return a a very fun famous infamous depending on how you look at it segment and more on this ridiculous dynamic between andre dillard and jordan maialata and just the overall discussion about when you have somebody taken as high as dillard the investment in a bust versus blooming the undervalued undermined talent all right a lot happening here it's the middle we're back on both sports map radio and the jacob media youtube page If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Hey, hey, Jeff, Bruder, hey, man, what didn't um didn't um Harrison have like three sacks, three and a half sacks that game? Let me look it up. Let me see. Look that up. I forgot what, what year it was too. We got to get to uh, Shaq's comments too. What did Shaq say? Shaq apparently said that uh, if Embiid doesn't play, he picks the Hawks in five. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hey, Tom, we got to get to the Shaq comments at some point. Do you have them or are they? Oh, well, the- yeah. He said, he basically said, if no, I mean, Embiid, is there audio? Oh, I don't know. If Embiid doesn't play, he picks the Hawks in five. Oh, that's deep. I'll check if there's audio in the sheet. Now, that's different than, as we're back here on the network as well, that's different than Billy King making a bold prediction this morning that the Sixers would win at six. Oh, yeah? How could that be a bold prediction? Wow. Jesus, man, I'm telling you. I hate to do it to Billy. No, I I love to do it. Now, (laughs) um, is there any audio of this shack? I'm checking for it. In the prep sheet. That's what I'm going to look. Okay, okay. I might have deleted the prep sheet by accident, so I have to go into 
you may have to just forward that to me. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about that hype man comment coming up. Also, more on this whole thing with and that is good. And now, he said, uh, P. Diddy. P. Diddy is the ultimate hype man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? So, um, Ron and I did this a while ago with Jake Asman, myself, and Tony D, who Ron co-hosts the show with on the morning before Jake right here on all Sports Map Radio platforms. So what I wanted to do is now that he knows all of us and he knows all of us well, he's creating promos with the three of us and understands our styles both collectively and individually i thought it would be fun to kind of bring this back a little bit so the gig the game the bit is called barrett mays or Aton, right it's pretty right. simple i'll ask ron a question and he's going to unfiltered respond on who is most likely to do this barrett mays or Aton. fair fair enough sure all right, Barrett Mays or Aton, who's most likely, Ron Culver, to use inspirational quotes in their email signature? Barrett. Barrett. Oh, Barrett you don't have to answer. Oh, I don't have to answer? But no, he's, no, no. He's you right. Can respond. This, you this can is respond. supposed to provide fodder. Yeah. But Ron I mean, sets the tone with his answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I totally agree with Ron on that. It's Barrett. Yeah. I think Barrett does it now. What do you have? I, you know, I don't remember the last email I got from you, but do you have some like maybe actually, you know what? Let me get let me go back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think back to how the show is ran and how, what I've learned from the show. I'm gonna have to say Harry would because I what I've learned is that Barrett does not know how to operate email. Oh, <laughs> good point. All right, that's a fair point, but that's I still wouldn't point. do it. <laughs> I, I did give a what and I think out of the two of you between you or Aton, I Harry, I gotta lean towards you. Yeah, it wow. ain't me. I I could, there are probably gonna be a lot that are me. This one ain't me. I'm I not really an inspirational quote in my email signature. Well, I gotta I gotta investigate more here with Ron. What about me screams inspirational? No, nothing. <laughs> it's just by default. Like he has to answer one name. Okay. Barrett can't use email. All I'm right. the son of a B when it comes to anything. So I, I right. get it. Like it's it's gotta be Harry. Even okay. though like think about all right, real quick. No, 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 I'll tell you this. Aton's motivational quotes would be those demotivational quotes. Yeah. See on those posters. Just like, you know, don't it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Do you feel like jumping off a bridge? You should. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the most inspiration you'll get out of Harry is, I hate to do it to you. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that, that could be a signature. I hate to do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right. Here's another one, Culver. Barrett Mays or Aton. Who's most likely to only speak to you via text? This is a tough one. This, that is a tough one. Uh, I I would lean towards Harry just because out of the three of you, Harry does text me more often than the three of you. How okay. about that? I'll, I'll defend Harry, though. He's actually pretty easy to get on the phone. No, I, I, I agree. Barrett, if I call Barrett, oh. I, I ain't getting him. No. I couldn't call Harry two times a day, and he's still for whatever the hell in his own. I answer the phone. The phone up, yeah, absolutely. When I see it's Aton or Barrett. I'm like, oh, so this must be important. I got to answer the phone. I now, called. Look. I called the both of you, and you both responded. I was shocked. Yeah, like, I maybe I got some. I got some stuff I need to deal with in my life that I can't answer the phone or or answer text. I I I admit it, bro. Uh huh. I, I, I even... I'm up there too, though. I'm really bad too. I'm really bad. <laughs> well, you're always on the phone. 
Yeah. Like you're always doing a segment or something. That's true. So maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm absolved. Okay. Yeah, that's, but that's I cool. did does Ron know that I retweeted the link to his morning show today? Did you really? Yeah. I appreciate that. How about that? How about that? Which one? Was it good? Was it funny? I don't even know. Of course it was. was <laughs> All right, ready, Ron? Was I a part of the show? I don't yes, you were. Yes, you were. Show. You were definitely part of the show. All right, here we go. Barrett Mays or Aton? Who's most likely to really do it tomorrow? What is? What do you mean by that? Like you're really going to do it tomorrow? And I, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. I, I'm going to get to it tomorrow. No, are you talking? Oh, I, I thought you were talking like Danish reporter doing. No, no, no. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow is every day. I would say that would be you, Aton, because I feel like your day is already booked. That's fair. Mm -hmm. If somebody needs something from me that's not necessarily work related, I, I'll put it off. Just ask my wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm asking the baby right now through osmosis to put the birth off for another week for work-related stuff. Is that so, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go. Barrett Mays or Aton? Now, think of Ron, I want you to think about this before you answer, all right? Who possesses superhuman BS capabilities? You. Don't just jump into that. No, 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 it's got to be you. It's Is there any question? It's got to be you. That's Harry, not even a question. Harry, Harry, Harry may sound like he BSs, but it's straightforward BS. Fair, right? mm -hmm. fair, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I beat around the bush BS. And Barrett's just too honest to and not Barrett, BS you. Too honest, Barrett. Barrett let's, I mean, he already admitted that you know, yeah, he's not going to email you back. He's not going to answer your phone call. <laughs> he's working on the car. He doesn't have time for you guys. You, on the other hand, you know, the BS can go in circles. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll throw you one final bone here, real quick. Who's way too comfortable talking about sex? Harry. Yep. <laughs> Is there it. any question? No. I love it. I had to sneak that one in. <laughs> when is that even ever discussed? It is. is. It's it's today, the day before that. Exactly. It's when that, Barrett so. goes quiet. That's when it's discussed. When Barrett just pulls the Homer Simpson. This <laughs> <laughs> is a family show. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a family show. Wow. Oh, man. Tell you, man. Nobody knows us like Ron Culver. That was a double in. He definitely knows us, bro. He definitely oh, knows man. us. Oh, man. That is yeah, great. I can work that in, maybe. Maybe. Oh, look, look, Penguin AZ, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? Oh, he'll never forget that WAP thing. No. No. You're all whapped up. Whapped up. When it comes to it. All right, real quick, let's go back to this hype line or hype man. What's it called? No, brother. Trust me. There was no sacrificing at Gettysburg. Gettysburg was ranked by Playboy when I was there as the top three hookup party school for schools under 5,000. I mean, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I, that's why me and a buddy of mine who eventually bailed decided to go there. You think it was to play D3 football? No kidding. Yes, absolutely. I, I saw it was number three. I, I purposely was like telling my buddy Paul, at the time, hey, we're going to get wow. his we're going to get his yeah, and, yeah. and that was the place that recruited me the hardest to, to run cross country for them. I should have gone there. You should have, brother. Wow. Unless ship was number one or two, and I don't remember the list. All I remember was Gettysburg <laughs> was three, and it was five. It was tears, right? Tears. Wow. And five, I think it was like 5K or 4K, whatever the number was or less. Because at the time, when I was a freshman, Gettysburg was only about 2,500 
students. Mm -hmm. And it made sense because you go there and you're close to D.C., you're close to Baltimore, you're not terribly far from Philly, but everybody stays on campus seven days a week. So just think about putting 2,500 bodies in a pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. Something's going to happen. Right. And uh, there was so uh, look at this. Did you make it happen? Yeah, yes, you had to make it happen. <laughs> Top five hype men. All right. Now two big MC. Th- this is a this is a beautiful message here because I don't think many people recognize who two big MC was. No, yes, I do. You go all right. So go back to there's a song by MC Hammer. I think it's one of his first, if not the first song that actually made it, called Turn This Mother Out. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing in New York. You ain't taking New York, Hammer. You ain't taking New York. What you gonna do? <laughs> and then he says, "I'm gonna turn this mother out, right?" And his hammer. And then all of a sudden, you have this big dude coming out. Too big, MC. Turn this. Mo-. He's he was like the original, like official hype man around, like Flavor Flav, of course, right? But he took it to this next level. So okay. I love that. Too big is up there. Flavor Flav is definitely up there. Yeah, I've seen Busta and Flip Mode in concert a couple of times. Not necessarily the most memorable, but right, what right. I was amazed at is that Spliff. And look, give I'll give Spliff credit for this. He's up on stage the entire time, and he's just like he'll have one or two verses, but he's constantly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Problem with Send Dog, and <laughs> I don't know that. I don't have the energy to be a hype man. That's tough. Oh, I thought so. I saw the end. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. I'm not gonna say that. My fault. Brightly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, you know, we've covered a lot of ground here so far. I'll say, I'm, I'm worn out. A lot of things happening on this program this morning. Better pay attention. You better like, share, subscribe to what we're doing here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. So. You just don't miss anything. You have that notification bell just right below those options. So you are always up to date on every show that goes live here uh, across the board. But the hype man thing was was hilarious. And well, kind of what, what about the uh, the final option there? We didn't even discuss that. Anthony and Ben Simmons. For Ben Simmons. Is he... Because he all hyped up with Ben, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, well, man, you remember during the, the, the morning show you were on, he had a song for him, didn't he? he had a oh, song yeah, for yeah. him, he had well, one for Dario, for yeah, 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 he had one for Embiid. That's right. What yeah. was Ben's song? I forget, I don't remember. Are you sure Ben had a song and it wasn't just Joel and Dario? Why wouldn't Ben have one? He, he's I guess, a, a prodigy right. or something, he called him, right? Oh, that's what the song was. Oh, it was Prodigy it was then. Okay. That might be up by Smack Prodigy. Be, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we worked that out. <laughs> Look at that. You see, all you had to do was say the, the trigger word, and I just, bang, I nailed it. And yeah, I, I, I mean, guess, he, was, he was the hype man for Carson Wentz, too, well, with the revenant I mean, like, thing. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Right. No, Carson Wentz had a couple of hype men, though. Well, he, he definitely had uh, Anthony, oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, that was the revenant. That was the song. Yo, give me the song. Give me the song. Right. The revenue. He's a cobra. I love it, man. So <laughs> but look, he's not the only one, right? Like Ike, I think they created something on, on that channel on that show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The but the Bronco. Yeah. Yeah. The Bucking Bronco. So yeah, I mean, Anthony definitely has his share of individuals that he is overhyped. Mm-hmm. But I'll give him uh, at least some benefit here where he he was far from the only one. 
with if you want to go Kevin Cobb, okay, yeah, maybe you could go Kevin Cobb with there, but definitely not just alone. Uh, well, on I was on the show the the morning of because a couple of guys were out on vacation. It was during the summer. If it was right around this time of year when Wentz and Bradford were in that photograph together with the wide receivers, I believe they were out in California or something, and you know running some drills and you know. And there was Wentz all buffed out with his shirt off, and Sam had the the long sleeve shirt on. That was the Sammy sleeves thing, right? Right, right. And that's when the Cobra was born. That was on. I was on that show. Mm. You should have seen him. Is he was right? literally foaming at the mouth when he saw the photograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a Cobra! Wow. He went crazy. Is that right? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Now I'm curious though. I see this from Durstein here. He might Shelton. be Baldy too now. Baldy's high. Yeah, Baldy. Yeah, Baldy was oh, big well, on him. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and look, I'll I'll give this is where I'll give Anthony credit, is that both you, Harry, and then Anthony, when he when you stopped working with him, like you two really did wonders for Baldy's presence in Philadelphia. Like mm. Baldy is is a national figure. He's a guy that is on games, breaking stuff down, NFL films, all of that. But I think he became so much more localized as a, not only a guy, but a like Barrett has been on TV, right? Somebody mm -hmm. that didn't play. He played here one year, but Barrett is a Philadelphia. He's a localized guy that we now go to as an expert and an analyst. And a lot of that is just being locally on TV. Baldy wasn't that he was on the radio. So I think that's where that's where I think that's where Baldy at least has boosted his presence locally. And now, you know, you see that from that whole standpoint. But beyond that, I think just looking at this Embiid song, was that a suggestion? Here comes the hot stepper? Yes. Really? He's, Sheldon what? is correct. He's correct. I remember that. That's a great song for Joel Embiid. I know. What's wrong with that? I agree. It's a fantastic song. Seriously. I it wish we could play it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, especially here comes the hot step up. Murderer. Murderer. I'm telling you, man. That's when everybody was faking the Jamaican accent. Yeah, right, I love, right, I right, love right. that. Right. You, you hear them talking in an interview. Yeah, you know, we really enjoyed that song because we thought that it could hit. And then on the trap, here comes the hot step yeah, up. Right. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you remember the first time you heard Shaggy talk? Yeah, I love yeah. Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you said it before. You said you said Shaggy's not Jamaican. I'm saying that he doesn't have that accent. Oh, he doesn't? No, 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 no. Look, there were a lot of rappers that would just all of a sudden hit this Jamaican twang mm -hmm. when they spoke because right. it was the in thing to do. Yeah, it, it worked. Yes, it, it worked. Did. Yes. No, it's just not like Venus and Flyers, which is like uh, officially Jamaican music. No, this come is on, man. Come on, man. This is like my boy, man. My brother Butler, my note. Butler Bino played in That's John the Butler. No, <laughs> he played at Ohio State. He was running okay. back at Ohio State. Is it Butler Bino? And then when he got to college, I I hear the announcer talking about, yes, it's Butler Binote. Oh, really? You went Binote. It sounds a little bit more refined and classy. Yeah. Not Bino, Binote. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what is this all about? You know? It's like the joke that people say when they're going to Target, they're going to Target. Target so it yeah, sounds yeah. more sophisticated. Yeah. Or to paraphrase from King of Queens, 
or target me everything in there. <laughs> I don't think you've ever heard it referred to as that, have you? No, I did. Oh, I have oh. not. Yeah, uh, we should we should all smoke up one day and do a do a segment in Jamaican accents. Wouldn't that be great? That would be pretty cool. I mean, I know it's <laughs> it's like a it's like a normal show for you, but right, Martin, the accent. Yeah, man. I, I had a friend, one of my frat brothers, man. He was from um, he was from New York, from from Queens, New York, and his pops was was his pops and his mom were Jamaican, mm-hmm. and I mean he he talked you know flat out, you know what I'm saying, just just you know great English, you know he's one of those you know almost Shakespearean type of talker. He'd be around his family for not even five minutes. And the Jamaican accent will come out in him so strong. I mean, it'll be two mm. seconds. It'll come out in him, you know. Or when I go home, I get to talk country, you know. Just, I mean, five minutes I'm there. I'm saying her, there, and everything, you know. Like, I'm back home. I've been home for, for years. And it's crazy, you know, that you, you can do that. You know, like, talk to his pops. I'm sitting his pops, you know, he pure Jamaican. <laughs> he said, hey, let me, let me, let me hit that pot. Oh, I mean, I want, me don't want that. Me don't want no sticky icky. Me want just regular weed. You know, that's his, his pop tells us. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, I like that purple. That, don't give me none of that. Just regular weed. You know, with, me, with the accent, man, I was like, bruh, bruh, from, 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 from nowhere, his son just started talking right like that. I'm like, Arrow, you go, we call him Big Will. Big Will, where did this go? I, I, he said, I don't know why I do this, but every time I get home, uh huh. I talk like this, and I mean, I talk regular, and then all of a sudden, bam, I'm back with Jamaican um, accent again. Mm-hmm. From out of nowhere. Mode, right? Yeah. Yep. You're back here saying water before you yeah. <laughs> Water ice. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's amazing, isn't it? It's yeah. crazy, man. It's it just crazy. hangs over you like that. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right, man. It's it's pretty funny, though, how that works. All right. Now, when, when are we having Mo Dackel on at 12? Mo Dackel is, yeah, less than an hour away, okay. 15 minutes away. And he's going to break down everything. All right. Now, Clippers, Dallas tonight. The final. Oh, this is, I'm this on is... Dallas. I took. I jumped on them on there. You got a decent return plus money for Dallas at home. At some point, like we saw last night, the pendulum swings and it just doesn't go back and forth. Denver closed out Portland mm-hmm. because we just – I think we're going to see that tonight. I think we're going to see for the first time a home team win. How about that start that Porter had last night? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I had him over seven and a half rebounds, and I'm surprised that didn't hit. He was all over the place. Yeah, but he was knocking down threes. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, Booker was was determined. He was like, there's no way we're going back to L.A. No way. No this way. This game, this series is over. Well, if you take I'm it back, you'll lose. Yeah. If they just took it back, they'd have lost. Hmm. They'd have lost. Uh, I, you know what? I hate to do it to you guys, man, but they go to a game seven. Uh, the Clippers, seven. yeah, go to yeah. a game. Seven. Yeah, I just—I mean, I can't see it any other way. You know, I mean, at this point, everybody's on their everybody's on their on their stuff right now because the Clippers are not playing the way they're supposed to be playing. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, they, and, and you know, I, I just really think that you know it's time that Kawhi and them wake up and start playing the way they're supposed to. I mean, come on now, Kawhi. They did it in one one of the games. They all right. they both played and tremendous. Why isn't it though? Dallas just outplayed them. I mean, Dallas, right? I mean, I, that's where I would look at it. Why do you give? And I'm asking, why are you giving the Clippers the benefit of the doubt? And I'm guessing because Kawhi, right? Well, I'm 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 saying not lay off cast. 
I'm talking about supporting cast. Layoff I'm, P. Yeah, I'm supporting cast. I'm just thinking that they built that team to battle that Lakers that are out of there. But they should, you know, it should have been an easy, you know, walkover with Dallas. Dallas shouldn't even have been there. So mm -hmm. I'm just thinking they finally turned it around. I mean, they went out and got Rajon Rondo from the Lakers. You know, Paul George, you know, him and Kawhi played together when they were young. Now they're together again. They they fell short last year. Now they're going to come and play now. You know, that's, that's just, you know, that's what the storybook type yeah, of yeah, situation. Exactly. Yeah. The reality yeah. is that they don't always come true. Exactly. Well, that's exactly one of the best road teams in the NBA all year. That yep. they have one of the most prolific players in the NBA that dominates all three facets of it. So absolutely, I, I don't look all all Doncic needs at this point is one other guy. Like that's if all. you get Chris Stapps or if you get Hardaway, Hardaway. Yeah. one other that's all you need. You need one guy dropping 25 points outside of Luka, and you're going to win a game. Like, it's crazy. And I think well, that needs to be the focus to for the Clippers tonight yeah. is take that other guy away. And I, yeah. you're, what's his, you know, Doncic, point, yeah. or, you know, he's going to get his. He's going to get 40s plus. Yeah. But you can't have Hardaway scoring 20. And I think whatever. that's what happened. And then don't let Brunson start taking and, and, and Debo and guys – you know, at the point position, you know, I, I think he's he's an X factor, man. He, he if he turns it around a little bit, he puts in, gives him about 10 points. Hmm. And, and, you know, Hardaway Jr. is going to be all right. They'll win it. But, you know, I just think that the Clippers, they need to at least go to game seven just to save face. Just to yeah, save. I agree with that. Uh, four, four and a half, five is the Phoenix line on Denver in game one. Mm. At Phoenix. It's hard. Look, that's going to be a great series. It, it is. is, man. I can't Phoenix, wait. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix is really good in cover yeah. situations. I mean, they've been one of the best cover teams at home. They've been really, really good. Mm -hmm. I think you kind of have to take Phoenix just until proven otherwise. Like Denver did wonders without Murray against a, an incredible backcourt. Don't get me wrong. But at some point, don't you think that not having Jamal Murray is going to catch up to Denver in you a would, series? You would think so. I would think so, yep. I mean, Portland needed to lose last night for those uniforms alone. What was that <laughs> they were wearing? <laughs> Jesus. That was hideous. That they were, man. Horrendous. They were. What is that? I don't know. It said Oregon on it, first of all, and they're, they were brown. They might have been the ugliest. You know, I, you know, I really thought that Utah's uniforms were ugly. And the court is ugly, mm -hmm. but those last them Portland uniforms oh. last night were the worst. Horrendous. It was pretty rough, man. It was really rough. But <laughs> you know, I was the only one thinking that last night. Oh, no way. <laughs> What's worse? What's worse? Real quick. Actually, you know what? Let's do this. We'll break on the network. Still live here on the Jacob Media YouTube page, live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studios here in Philadelphia. We're back in three on Sports Map Radio. So let's look at this. What's worse? Is it those jerseys we saw from the Blazers last night, which are terrible, especially when you know exactly what they are, which is the black and the red and just that yeah. official Blazers color, if you will, or colors. That or the yellow Utah jerseys. That's that's a close. That's I mean that's I, close, think, I think Portland's were worse. Really? Yeah. That's close, man. I, I cannot stand the blockiness of of, of both of those jerseys are like blocky looking to me. Yeah. I don't, They're I don't both like, awful. Don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> just I just can't, I just can't stand the color brown. I, I do brown. not respond to brown. And I don't like like when they wear the, the, the red tights underneath it. That yeah. that's, that looks ugly also, man. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, but I found Parles, and I found out why Parles blew us off. Oh, wait. I'm, I I'm, saw it. Is Jeff supposed to be on with us today? I don't know, but Dan. I know why he wasn't on with us. Me too. Hold on. I'm going to invite Jeff. No, actually, I can't do that because I'll, I'll freeze here. Okay. So I'm going to invite Jeff to the program, right? Mm. Should we or should we not? It's up to you. I'm fine with it. But I was just no, going to tell you that last night. I Is saw his game tonight. I saw Hopefully his Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> he was at the Petco Park with his girlfriend right. or fiance. I'm not sure. Uh, when was this, though? Well, Tuesday I saw night. it last night. Well, I saw okay, it but last. to be fair, he was supposed to be on with us Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah, I think what the, the interpretation is, is that he's away with his girlfriend on oh, a trip. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I thought you were meant like he was out wasted. No, 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 no. They looked is. very sober. They were both in their Mets jerseys. I, they were going to see the Mets play the Padres, I assume, at Petco Park. Right. He so I, I said, that's a valid excuse for blowing but, uh, off the middle, I said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you gave it to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I gotta, you're, I'm going to let you know that I see this. If you're putting it out there, I'm going to respond. Just to let him know that, that you know, there's no yeah, hiding. There's exactly. no hiding from Harry. There's no hiding from this show. No. Well, th yes, this show as well. But I just want to make sure that you know that there's no hiding from Harry. No. That's all. No, Harry, I, I can't get past these jerseys, man. I'm like, and, I, and I bet you those players thought it was hot. That they were they were some hot oh, I know. jerseys, too. I know. know. Well, here's the thing. And we'll be back coming up. 91 LSXers. Uh, Is Parles whipped 610? <laughs> Is that even a question? We'll see if he responds. If he responds to the link. Oh, That's the big tell right now. If he's able to step on this program and defend himself. <laughs> this program is like no other program. No I can question, tell you that. Probably <laughs> why he bailed. He realized that right. he, he's going to get called out on a bunch of stuff. Right. I mean, it may or may not succeed, but it is unique. Nobody's ever done this. No. Um, uh, oh, uh, hon, I'm supposed to be working. Um, no. Yeah. I wish you would. <laughs> I wish you would. You're listening to The Middle mm. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A right, final couple of minutes here. We'll see if Jeff steps up. We do have Mo Dakiel. Mo's going to join us, and he's going to be West Time, so hopefully, you know, he's prepared. That's why I gave him 11.40 in the morning, but after last night, he needed some sleep. So yeah. we'll break all the tape down, see what the tape told Mo on last night's loss. But also we'll get some thoughts tonight on the big game six between the Clippers and the Mavericks. In Dallas, mind you, where no home team has won this series. Crazy. Now, what's gonna crazy. Real quick, what's going to happen tomorrow? Like, are we waiting on more results or are we really only going to get like one or two games this weekend each day? Sunday, uh, we know that the Sixers are playing. Yeah. One at one Oh five. Correct. And then the Mavs clips, if necessary, that's where game seven. Right. Played it. But right now, like, do we only have one basketball game? Milwaukee, tomorrow? Brooklyn tomorrow. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, that's it. Oh, this that's is that's enough though. No. 
not on yes. a Saturday. How about that hockey game. game last night? Do you see that? My man Marshand comes through again in overtime. Five and a half. He's unbelievable. Look, I keep telling you, man, you, you got to pound the unders with Boston. Mm -hmm. They they just, it's like a magnet. They just I, gravitate to Both goaltenders were yeah. fantastic last well, night, though. That's a thing, too, yeah. in this series, Harry. It's one thing for me to just blurt out, oh, yeah, go under, go under. Mm -hmm. But you're seeing it yeah. with how good these goaltenders can be and really control the series. Look, offense is there for both the Islanders and the Bruins. It's not like they don't score. Yeah. It's just their defense, really goaltending, is such a difference. And they were about midway through the second period last night when I tuned in first, and each team had like eight and six shots on goal midway through the second period. Yes. Now that's crazy, you know. Yeah. I mean, just, just and the then the game opened it, up yeah. a little bit more. It started to loosen up a little, but the goaltenders were just fantastic. Well, the defense around the goaltenders, man, I, I wasn't used to seeing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they 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 literally yeah. play great defense around, yeah. you know, the net. I'm like, stop watching the Flyers. These, <laughs> these teams really play hockey. I'm like, what, what was that? You yeah, know, what is this? <laughs> oh, oh man. man, it was crazy, man. I was yeah. like, I was impressed, bro. I was impressed. Yeah. That's real, real hockey going on there. Yeah, no doubt. Aggressive. It's a lot. There's a lot. All right, what else? Second hour, we'll see if Parles steps up to the plate. We're back in three. We'll see if Jeff Parles is here. Yeah. And, all right, here's the, here's the bet right now, okay? We're going to take a two-and-a-half-minute break. We, Parles already has the invite. Mm -hmm. The odds are a little juiced towards no. Minus 125 no, plus 150 yes that Parles will be here when we return from this break. Your thoughts? Well, return from the break. Yes. I'm going to go no. I'm going with no also. He's with the girlfriend right now. He might be encumbered. Right, let's She's like, it. I wish you would. It's yeah. a group decision. We're all on no. Let's see if we're right coming up. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports 
all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, all those suckers who saw that plus money and jumped in on Parle's appearance. <laughs> all right, now, now let's look at this, right? Yeah. I'll give you this. First off, this is exactly what's going to happen is he's going to pop on as soon as Mo pops on. Like, yes. Mo will be here. He'll talk for about two minutes and then we'll get that blip. Down mm-hmm. at the bottom in the green room, right? And that's yep. where Parles will jump in. No, I think you're right. I think you nailed it. Um, but a couple things on the stream here. Jackson Avian is correct. And he points out, we were talking about the hideous uniforms. The Steelers, yellow pinstripe uniforms. Those honeybee or those bumblebee looking things. Yes. They're, the worst. They're awful. Oh, they are. They are. I admit that. Just terrible. And who is Ryan Neff saying? What's he saying? Maze is sounding more and more like TV journalist Harry Smith all the time. I remember Harry Smith. All right. TV. Hold on a second. TV journalist Harry Smith, huh? Yeah. Wasn't he? Didn't he host one of those morning shows? Either was Today or um, Good Morning America. One of those types of shows. Well, does he like when he says he sounds like you sound like Harry Smith? Is I, I imagine that it's tone. I don't know. Or is it like... Or is it something I said? Uh, was it something I said? <laughs> What's his name? Harry Smith? Yeah, yeah. Harry yeah. Smith. All right, let me see if I can get a, a video up of him, or maybe we can listen to him. CBS. Heard, uh, Barrett, I have never heard anybody in my life that I can say, that sounds like Harry Mays. Never. No one. No, no, no one, right? It, even, even what comes out of his mouth is original. <laughs> well... The content may be a little different. Don't CBS this morning, he was a part of that show for many years. Mm-hmm. Let's see yeah. if I can get this. He was the lead anchor, too. I remember him. Mm-hmm. Night on January 1st, the world 2021. I'm trying to get Sam. Where is Sam Smith? It was not. It was Sam Smith. Coronavirus. Harry he's a singer. <laughs> is this Harry Smith's voice? How we responded to it will no doubt mystify his No. Mm-hmm. No? No. The, the title is Harry Smith Reflects on 2020. Are you sure this is not Harry Smith? Is to come. The vast majority. Well, that's not Harry Smith. The vast majority is a poor substitute for science. The folks on the front lines were and continue. Doesn't to sound be. like him. Doesn't sound like doesn't sound like you. No, no definitely. Are you, what this? Okay. I don't know what else to do because I Google Harry Smith and the first thing that pops up is Harry Smith Reflects on 2020. So. If that ain't Harry Smith, then we've got a preposterous imposter out here. Well, it probably wasn't. It just isn't how I remember him sounding. Let's put it that way. All right. Well, this is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. 
And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket We got to get Vinny Paz on the show, man. Fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, it's the second hour here, and we have two things going on. Two big things going on with this program. Now, the content, what you think other people are talking about, we'll talk about. There are sports-related stuff, maybe some non-sports-related stuff as well. But the two big show things going on this hour before we hit overtime are one, Mo Dacula is going to join us. Mo has worked in the NBA for years. And if you're not following him already, you can at Mo Dacula, which is Hill. It's pronounced Hill underscore NBA, jumpball.net, Bleacher Report, the athletic NBA as well. He was the video coordinator for Arara, the Spurs, the Australian men's basketball team, and Barrett, you ready for this? Your LA Clippers. Oh, boy. So, He's going to break down all the film. And again, he does a fantastic job. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com. Code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. Kind of like a Barrett's breakdown that we have. You've got Moe's breakdown. The other thing we're waiting Hold on. Did, 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 he, did he work with Ben then in Australia? You can ask him. All right. I believe he worked with Brett Brown. Brett Brown, yeah. Or okay. Ben might have been on that one year. But here's the thing. I don't think this was all at once. I think it was just different stops. But we'll, we'll definitely ask him. And of all things, I probably should know that, too. But we are waiting Jeff Parles. Jeff has ditched us. He has overlooked us. He has forgotten about us. Mm -hmm. We are giving him an opportunity to join this program here. And if that happens, it's going to have to happen in the next 22 minutes. So now we need to figure out, A, if he shows up, and B, is it over or under 22 minutes? And I think it's minus 110 over or under. I'm not juicing it either way. Okay. Um, I just – I don't think he's going to join us at all. And he's not hating to do it either. No. <laughs> I think th this program is the last thing on his mind right now. Right, right, right. His, his weekend started back on Wednesday. Yeah, he's, he's in Southern California <laughs> enjoying baseball games with his girl. And all the other, all the other great things the city of San Diego has to offer. Seventy-two degrees. Mm -hmm. He's living life. Yeah. And he, he didn't have a hat on either in the picture. Right. He had, he no. had full hair. All right, we're back. We'll see if he comes on. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he might be out playing golf right now. Well, that's another thing too. Here's the thing: 
West Coast time, either way, if he's in San Diego or back in Vegas, either way, right? Like, either yeah. day, we're going to... It's 9.09 there. Yeah. yeah. Nine, exactly. 9.09. I mean, come on. He ain't doing anything. <laughs> Look, you might whoa. be doing something. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't involve talking to us. Yeah. You talk about a mood killer. Right, right. <laughs> an, an email from Aton with a link to the show. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I know it, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> you better get a text back. Yeah, fellas, I hate to do it to you, but. <laughs> yeah. Not now, Aton. Right. Not now. <laughs> There's got to be a King of Queens uh, reference with something like that. It's got to be. A got mood be. killer. Yeah, I mean Arthur is always the mood killer, right? When they're hooking up in the living room. Oh yeah. Am I he interrupting anything? He walks in. Yeah. Am I interrupting anything? <laughs> um, let's oh. see. There's a really, really, really funny one. It's I think it's the first season where Doug's aunt comes up from Florida. She just left his uncle and she starts dating Arthur and mm. then Arthur falls in love with her and realizes that she's basically dating every old guy in Queens that she can because she was married for 40 years. Oh, and there was this, there's this whole back and forth about Arthur trying to convince Doug to let him date his aunt. And it, it's pretty funny. I mean, that whole thing is pretty funny. And there, there are a couple of mood killers in there. For sure. <laughs> okay. So perfect, perfect example. Right. Um, they come back from a nice night out and they're in bed and uh, they're trying to, you know, get it going here. And downstairs in the basement where Arthur lives is this music playing. And he keeps asking, uh, he keeps asking Carrie, you know, what do you think they're doing down there? What do you think they're doing down there? And Carrie's just like, Doug, are we going to do this or what? Oh, right? so Arthur's down in the basement yes, with someone. With his aunt. With oh, the, with the aunt. Okay. And they're playing this song. And she's like, just don't worry about it. You know, they're probably dancing, and then that's that's fine. There's a little Sinatra. Yeah, so, I forget what the song is, right? And then all of a sudden, it just hits a skip. Do ya, do ya, do ya, do ya? And he's like, night, night, and then he rolls over. <laughs> there you go. You ask, you get. I knew he'd have one. Right. Night. No question about that. Oh no. I wish he was somewhat funny. Like, how could he only be funny in that? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, Kevin James? Yeah, it's yeah. grown-ups, Paul Blart. He's awful. Here comes the boom. Uh-oh, Tom Hanks is trending. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, we did. We should mention, as we hit into the second hour, we have word coming out from, what would this be called? Is this OTAs, technically? Like, is it minicamp? Uh, yeah. Well, I see McMullen and Kemsky and all these guys are uh, tweeting I, pictures. Yeah. And yeah. I saw Brandon Lee Gowton, of course put out that as expected Devonte Smith and Jalen Rager 
Mm-hmm. First team wide receivers on the outside with Greg Ward in the slot. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's got a video of Devontae Smith making a great catch in the corner of the end zone, getting both feet in. Oh, gotcha. This is, look, I'm, I'm going to caution everybody because I, I think you can't have it both ways, folks. Okay. You can't sit there and say you're sick and bleeping tired of another Ben Simmons motivational workout video in the summer and then start drooling and salivating over guys on their first day doing stuff without even pads on. And nobody's nobody's playing them. They're 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 just running routes by themselves. There's no defense. Right. They're yeah. not gonna show any of that right, right now. Right, right. You know, that's why they asked me, oh, uh, Barrett, you, you need to go watch no, I don't need to go up there and watch them stretch. Or conversating and BS while you know before practice because they're going to make all the cameras and, and and everybody leave before they really start their their workouts. So it makes no sense for me to go up there and watch that. I don't need to see that. You know, it's this. You know, I wait till camp starts. Isn't that amazing? Like, think about this. There is this mentality, and it's not us. It's not just us. At least there is this mentality that. And, and I get it. Like, we're fans of the NFL, first and foremost. We're fans of the Philadelphia Eagles, first and foremost, as well, when it comes to our local teams. But it seems like there is just this need to get all geeked up and jacked up about this stuff. And, and I look, I'm not judging. I'm trying to figure out why. Is it because it's it's what we love? And you'll suffer through the worst movie or the worst show if it has somebody that you really genuinely enjoy watching and you know that it's nonsense, but you'll still suffer through it. Mm-hmm. Is it the fact that, you know, people well, really are jumping to this crazy conclusion that Devontae Smith is going to be a top five wide receiver in two years because of what he like? What is this driving motivation behind the, the football stuff more so than anything else? I think it goes to the fact of of why you know I am anxious for the USFL to get started next spring because I can't you can't get enough football XFL too Harry well that too but yeah okay you, you know, he hates me and all that type of stuff I'm not in with that but you know, I, I'll, I'll watch football no, 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 period wait a second did you watch the XFL last year you didn't because you wouldn't bring up Rod Smart aka he hate me <laughs> that was a, look it was a if you go into it with the expectations that it's not the NFL. That was it, the best non-NFL football I've seen, Barrett. It wasn't yep. bad. Yep. It wasn't bad. I, 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 I agree with Aton. I watched now, a couple games. Now, you see what today yeah. represents. Let me get this up Oh, here. no, 100 days. 100 days until the first football Sunday. So that's the Eagles-Falcons. Wow. 100 days away. How does Barrett not have that on his phone? I don't know. Because do? I don't want to just you know be salivating and drooling for the next 100 days. I wanted to sneak up on Wait a second. I don't believe what? that for a heartbeat. Yeah. Are you, you what? No. Uh, and, and, you know what? You know what? Billy's opening I, day. You're right. I can't I can't even get that pass because you know what I was watching today. I was watching I was watching uh the the Big 10 um I was watching Big 10 games earlier this morning. I watched Michigan play USC in the Rose Bowl, 89 Rose Bowl. Uh-huh. I, I, then I started before I came up to you know, the, um, came down to you know, log in. I was watching Michigan play Ohio State for the championship. The big, uh, big let me guess, Michigan lost. Uh, no, they won, they won, <laughs> oh, they did, yeah, they wow. won, they won. They went to the um, they went to Rose Bowl, okay. So, I mean, that's you know, I was just looking at man, I'm, and I'm sitting there watching plays. You know, it's like I'm looking at Junior Seau play when he was he wasn't even really a linebacker, but he was like a DN type of linebacker, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm just watching Hurd, you know, running back. I mean, I, I, 
Uh, you're right. I just watch all football. I don't care. Yeah. Games, I know what the outcome's going to be. Right. I know you're still watching it again. <laughs> classic games. I watched whatever, whatever happened to that ESPN classic network? That that doesn't exist anymore, does it? No, I think it's just NFL. off the air? Yeah, I don't, NFL I don't... doesn't. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I watched the best games of, 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 of 2000, uh, 2008, I mean, 2019, yeah, or 2020. I, I'm, I was watching that yesterday. Wait, so that's NFL, though. That's not ESPN Classic. No, it's NFL. All right, so I guess all of the, oh, my God, this is, you know, round one of a playoff game as a, quote, instant classic. You, you just got inundated with that over and over and hit over the head with this ESPN shovel of everything is the most amazing thing that's ever happened. And I mm-hmm. think people just kind of got worn down. That would yeah, be my yeah. guess. Like, why shut that down unless people aren't watching, right? Uh, yeah. People are watching. Well, I'm, I'm watching. Yeah, no, but I'm watching. how many? I'm talking about the NFL, though. I'm talking about the ESPN Classic Channel. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I'd rather watch old, great football games than Absolutely. Skip Bayless and yelling at somebody or <laughs> Stephen A. Smith yelling at somebody, Max Kellerman yelling at somebody. Yeah, I had to report that account as spam. It was great. What account? <laughs> Uh, the Kellerman account, oh. just uh, just to see. Sometimes, if you if you heavily report a verified account as fake, mm-hmm. Twitter will do an audit. Take it's like it's a lottery. It takes a little bit. But my guy Brad Jackson, he played linebacker for the Ravens. He was on that Super Bowl, that early Super Bowl team. He got hit with a bunch of people hitting him up uh, because of some political take he had uh, that his account was fake, and enough mm. people hit him up that Twitter ran an audit and actually removed his account. Even though he tried to prove it, they removed his check mark and suspended his account. He had wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's, that's your goal now to remove people's check marks and, and get them kicked well, off. Well, not everybody, but if we did look, if we did this with Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith, if we did this with Skip Bayless, if we did this with those, the people that are on these shows, then you would see a lot less of them on Twitter. That's all I'm, I'm trying to make your online experience more enjoyable. That's, yeah, that's- I, I see you out there policing uh, and tweeting people about Twitter. <laughs> and I'm like, for somebody that hates Twitter so much, and I know you do, you can't stop tweeting. Well, I'm, but look at the content, yeah. right? It's trying to bring people off. It's reminding people to post links. It's reminding people to post their own content mm-hmm. and drown out people that just come on and say, what's better? Or post a picture of six different things and say, pick one. Right. It's designed to trap you on that site. I'm trying to get people off. Well, I so am I, because all I tweet is stuff to go to our YouTube sure. page, stuff to go to Sided to, to weigh in on a poll that I put up sure. or, you know, all that stuff. And that's probably why I'm being minimized and I'm losing followers by the minute. Yeah. They don't like it when you bring people off that. Yeah. Site. And if they paid <laughs> us, we'd stay on that site. YouTube, the Jacob media YouTube page gets rewarded. That's why we need you out there to blast these likes and to hit share and, Right. Tell the world and subscribe to what we're doing because that really helps us more so than anything else. It's just amazing that it, it plays out that way. That's all. That's the only reason I was bringing it up. Yeah, man. At, at this point, man, we, we we just try to you know keep it real on this on this on this this um this show. I mean, we love talking to the to everybody in the chat, but at the end of the day, man, we just try to give quality content, man. We don't just try to bore you and talk about. You know, oh, oh, you know, the the hot takes. We don't think of ourselves as a hot take show, man. I hate hot take shows. 
Well, that's basically them. all that, that, that exists now. Right. On Especially on television. It's stuff that during the day interaction. And yeah. Right. Say, oh, well, you know, first take these shows. They don't take calls. What are you talking about? No, but the majority of the traffic is generated through 90 second clips on social media. Right. So that stuff is designed to get people talking about it on Twitter, reacting to it on. It's the same. And going to the website. Yes. It's the same thing as a phone call. That's why it's the hot take. Oh, LeBron is not a top 10 player of all time. Mm -hmm. You put that on 90 second clip on Twitter. Next thing you know, you have people taking the bait. Of course, he's a top 10 player of all time. But that guy, fill in the blank, is telling you that to get a rise so that more people interact, interact. Same thing taking a call where it's like the Eagles are 0-1. Oh, it's time to fire Doug Peterson. And then you got, you know, people like Sal Chunas who build shows off of that. Off of one caller's opinion. You yeah. know, I heard earlier in right. the day, and I wonder if the entire pulse of the city right. goes this way. Oh, it's he used to do that man. on a daily basis. It's a, it's the biggest straw man that you can see. <laughs> just talk. It How was freaking great. hard is it? We like, got- I almost want Ron to just take us off the air for 10 seconds so I can say how bleeping hard is it Right. do a damn talk show. We had one caller <laughs> on the What's Your Beef line last night. You got to hear this call and we build a whole show around it <laughs> just to get more phone yeah. calls like that. And the call is trade Ben Simmons now before he falls off the or trade Joel Embiid now after like one year. Right. After yeah. one year. Yeah. I can remember no, that too. The entire city does not feel that way. Yeah. 1% to maybe 2% most. I don't know. Harry, you've been in the business forever, but Barrett, I don't even know how many people know this, but at most you're talking 3% of the listening audience calls stations. Yeah. It's two to 3%. That's it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. It's just the same people also, isn't it? Thank you. Pretty much. Thank you. Now look, People are going to say, well, come on. I mean, how many times do I need to see the Penguin AZ or Joey B or these people pop on? Well, you know what, though? Look at the difference of content, right? And we don't always go to everything, right? Right. So I I think that's the big difference is callers, especially when it looks in, in the regard of sports talk radio, callers are used as a crutch. If you use a caller every now and again, like we use a soundbite or like we use a guest, okay, I get it. But Barrett, like, you're right. How hard is it? It's not. It's just rhetorical. How hard is it to sit and listen to four hours or six hours of a radio station and figure out that the same six to seven people are calling throughout? In some cases, they're getting back into the same right. show. On the same day. Three and a half hours later. Yeah. That's it. That's it. At least we get some quality content, man. Like, you we know, hype, we got we got the hype man situation going. We got that from the stream, man. That, that, that was pretty good, man. Yeah. That was pretty good. That's a great point, right? Is we got that from the stream. That's mm-hmm. something that people people know the show. People call in. It's not like think about the phone calls versus the the stream, right? Phone mm-hmm. call for somebody like Penguin AZ, Durstein, ninety one L, whoever it may be. Hey Barrett, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm a big fan. Love you, man. That's 20, 30 seconds of the call. Mm-hmm. Oh, Harry, man, I miss you on ninety seven, man. No, no, no. Right. All right, all right, all right. Like, all right, everybody else. Doesn't need to hear that, but that's what happens here. We just get, as you said, Barrett, just the clear cut, no fat, no pork. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's it. Well, I remember, you know, back in the day, there was a um, a host still around who used to have an employee, a producer, call the show as the first caller. 
Now, because this is not he, Dwayne from Sweden. No, 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 no. He wasn't a, a it wasn't a prank caller. It wasn't oh. it was like guy saying that he was somebody else, but it wasn't like a strange voice or a character or anything. But he would just have that guy call just to start the phones because he said calls beget calls. Yeah. And God forbid you say something to get the phone calls right running. Right, right, right. Somebody else to do <laughs> right. it. Now, Everybody knows who Fran Duffy is, right? I mean, he is like the wizard when it comes to breaking down tape for the Philadelphia. For the Eagles. Yes. Yeah. That was his brother. Yeah. Jason Duffy, who was a fantastic producer. He I was. I him a bunch at the Fanatic. You did as well. Yeah, he was. He was Great very good. producer. And, and I'll give him credit. He actually had, I forget, it was a, a name like Jalen or something like that that he used as a fake name. And I'll give him credit. Like, he had some pretty good calls at times. Sometimes it was just meant to be like, hey, you know, say something ridiculous. Right. Yeah, that, that is hilarious. Well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not ripping the call or the or the right. quality of the call. Just the I'm, just, I'm just the idea that it would come from in-house yeah. to, get the, to get the ball rolling I thought was hilarious. I agree, my friend. Yeah. I agree. Now, we don't do that. Like, no. I am not play-action real. Right. I'm not... The you, know? you might be 91 LSXers, no, though. Trust me, trust me. <laughs> now, gotta give a shout out on the super chat here. That's what this is called, by the way. I found that out on Awesome. That's what this is called the Penguin AZ on the super chat. Is that what they call yes, it? Super yes. chat. We appreciate okay. you all. All right, all right we're going to take a quick one here across the board. It is the middle. We are live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Studios, the law studios here in Philadelphia. We are across the country and the world on Sports Map Radio. All here. Remember, Mo Dacchio, 1240 Eastern, all here on the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. 
IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Got a nice little tip. Syria live, first half, minus 130. Now's the chance. Wow. Yeah. I got a guy there at the uh, at the other side. He's he knows his stuff, man. And he's he's on these small, like we always say, right? The smaller markets, the place where you can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. No parls. No parls. Wow, this might be it. I didn't think we would say goodbye to Jeff Quarles like this. But... Serena, 2-0, winning her match was plus 187. Cash it. Cash it. Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, just for those who bet it like I did, you got a nice little boost at plus 187 if you hopped in on Serena Williams to win her match 2-0. And she did. Now, she straight sets? Me. Yes, straight sets. That's all I needed. Plus 187. Who did she uh, go up against? Uh, can you pronounce her name? Let me see if I can pronounce her name. There's a bunch of names in this tennis that I cannot even pronounce. All right, real quick, real quick. I'm going to get that name up for you. But when we just came back, did I not tell you that I had a guy who gave me a nice little tip here about Syria Live first half minus 130? Just, I don't know, 90 seconds, if there even was that much time that passed. Guess who just scored to break the scoreless tie in the first half? Who? Syria. <laughs> tell you. What you know, league I, is that? Oh, this is World Cup qualifier. Alex. Oh. Yes. Okay. It's Syria versus Maldives. The Maldives. Yeah. Oh, the Maldives. They Maldives stink. are not good. Uh, they not stink. Good. Yeah, they're not, not good. <laughs> Mohammed Al-Mawas, good job. There you have it. Mm-hmm. He's He's got the goal. Uh, what else? There was something else that we were going to bring up real quick. Parles. Parles. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what to do at this point. Well, I think, you know, I mean, the hashtag fade Parles was very popular from the beginning of the segment. When it's you know when we first started it, and Parles is now faded into oblivion. He's faded us, Harry. Yes. We keep asking, we keep asking to, hey man, you, you want to come over and hang out? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, why don't you come over and hang out? Right. We're we're going bro love on him, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you doing tonight? You want to you want to play some Call of Duty? You, you want to watch the game? Come <laughs> over and watch the game. Yeah, drink a few beers. What's going on? Hearts. What's your game? Euchre. What's your game here? You want to play? Yeah, no, you see, no, he's still Call of Duty. He's still playing Call of Duty and playing Hearts, but he's just doing it somewhere else. Right, 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 right. right. He hasn't, he hasn't abandoned the game. He's abandoned us. That's actually yes, you're right. That's exactly right. He's done that. To get eaten by by lions at the zoo. (laughs) He he finally went to the cougar exhibit. (laughs) Know where the hell he is. 
Now, are you? Is anybody? I have to do a write-up for this fight. I'm not. I'm not going to physically watch it, but I am going to do a write-up and give you some nice little odds to look at as far as where you can make some money on this fight. But is anybody going to actually watch? Like, is somebody yes. going to sit down? You? What you? fight? Uh, Barrett. I, I Mayweather there would ever yeah. be a point in which I would turn my no. back on you ever. Yeah. But no. I, I, I hate to do it. Yeah. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm out on this. I couldn't watch it, man. You got to pay for it. So I'm definitely not watching it. Why can't watch you that? pay for it? That's what I'm saying. I definitely can't watch it because I'm not. What is the it. fee? Oh. What is the fee? I couldn't it, even tell you. It's money. Harry, if, even if it was a dollar, yeah. you wouldn't do it. No, I would not. So I wouldn't okay. watch it for free. I kind of look. It makes me look down on 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 you know on the sport of boxing. Period, bro. Wow. Yeah. Means... You know the best boxer on the planet is, is boxing a guy that a YouTube sensation. Come yeah. This on, this is what is being sold to the public as boxing. It's not right. boxing. No. It's a well, sideshow. Yeah. I mean, and think about this, like boxing mma we've seen mma guys get involved in this stuff too like why do these sports boxing i i can kind of understand but i didn't think mma was at a point where they needed gimmicks like this well they don't necessarily need it but you know that that's like the ultimate in in in, in butt kicking it's mma man right but you we've know, like, seen guys go out and it's not always boxers involved in this stuff mcgregor right like we've seen this and it's just like wh why are you doing this this is i don't know i mean this is lebron james playing in the g league for a couple of games or like one exhibition game like lebron well, playing for the these the delaware blue coats the question is would he leave that game early if his team was yes, down absolutely he would leave the court absolutely <laughs> No, and then no, he'd go, was, and then he'd go do a promo for Space Jam Two in his post game presser, <laughs> just to let you. Right? Know. Did he do that last night? Apparently, he did. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Look, nobody was ripping Anthony Davis last no. night. Nobody was ripping even Dennis Schroeder and these other guys. Kyle Kuzma. Okay, you're gonna get a quick little thing, but it was all focused on LeBron, and it's not because of anything more than it's LeBron. Like. I see these generalized statements that are being put out about athletes and other things. And look, Barrett, you played, you got ripped unnecessarily from idiots, but that's a big part of it too, is that you don't need to highlight every single idiot. The majority of people that were crushing LeBron were also not ripping Anthony Davis. And then the other element of the conversation was giving Anthony Davis props yeah. for just trying to play through that in the first place, which was all about Charles Barkley's statement. Call yeah. it in street clothes. Right. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, man, you, you know, if you are the NBA, okay, you got to take that. You know, like I say, same thing can make you laugh, make you cry. So, mm -hmm. yes, he has to take the blunt of all that because he is the NBA. He put that team together. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. initially the solid GM right. of, yeah. of that team. He could take less money, couldn't he? And right. and bring in better talent to surround him, him and oh, AD, right? Guys are out. Dennis Schroeder took off. This is how I knew it was over yesterday when Schroeder took off the point guard position with the Lakers on his Instagram account. Oh, yeah? That's when you know it's total checkout mode. Oh, what? okay. Yep. He did that before the game, Barrett. He took off Lakers point guard from his Instagram. Now, how did you know this? Who tipped because, you off to that? Because I, I saw somebody. Uh, it was trending for a second when Jeez. I jumped on there. So I clicked on Schroeder's name because I thought, something worthwhile was happening. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I clicked on his name and I saw that story because 
that's as big of a narrative bet as you can place, man. No you question. You guys checking out on the team literally on social media. Well, I was texting you guys right from the jump saying there's no way. Davis had yeah. – he had nothing. Nothing. I saw that. Nothing. I saw that because I, I missed the first part of the game. Uh-huh. And then I saw your text, and I felt so much better about my son's bet knowing that you wouldn't text that if that game were close. No, no, no. Well, no, I was texting you right from the start of the game because I was noticing how Davis was just sort of floating around the top of the, the ah. three-point circle. He wasn't even getting involved. I mean, he can't play. He's gonna he's he's gonna leave the game. And sure enough, two minutes later, he was out. He's he shouldn't have tried to play anyway. No. But that shows you the power of Charles Barkley, though. Just like, just like you know him. They responded to that. That that's exactly it. I yeah. Saw people on Twitter trying to blame the team, doctors, all this other stuff. Anthony, De if Charles Barkley doesn't make that statement, Anthony Davis doesn't play. Mm -hmm. I, I am I'm more than happy to to stand by that comment. Well, speaking of statements from that same show, Shaq said, "If there's no Embiid, the Sixers will lose in five games to the Hawks." So, and, and I think he was. Back. I think he was pointing that at you, Barrett. There's no way that they're going to lose. But like I'm saying, like I'll say it again, I see he's not going to play the first two games. Uh -huh. He'll play the third game. Oh yeah, yeah, he'll play the third game. What are they? They, they won one after two. I, yeah, yeah. So Atlanta win. gets one at home in Philly. No, they win one at home. They'll get. He'll, they'll go. Well, it starts in Philly though. The first two games are in Philly. Right. They're going to win the first two games, and then they'll win in Atlanta. One game in Atlanta, and then mm. that, then after that, it's over. So, well, well, if you win the first two games at home without Embiid, why play him in Game Three? Just you're just up 2-0 without him. You're right. Uh, Floyd <laughs> nine hundred to win this fight. What is it? Floyd is minus nine hundred to win this fight, man. Wow. But what is the other guy, Paul? What? Uh, uh, plus five. Hmm. Not enough. It's no not interest. That are under two hundred. I have no interest in any of this. I might play. Here's here's something to think about. They're they're only going to use ten ounce gloves. Oh, I told you. I told you this was going to happen, right? Mo Dakiel is in the house, <laughs> and he is our guest right now for the twelve forty Eastern segment. We've been trying to track down Mo. Mm -hmm. Our buddy Jeff. Collins oh, jeez. <laughs> there it is. Eastern Network. We've been trying to track Jeff down for three days, Mo, and I knew it. I said this at the top of the hour. Yep. Jeff is going to come on as soon as we see your face, Mo. <laughs> Jeff Charles is going to jump on now, too. Craziness. Now, here's what's going to have to happen, Jeff. You are now a fourth host on this show, and you will be part of interviewing the great Mo Dak. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, I, I, I just followed the usual timeline, guys. So uh yep. wow. I, I, I guess that's uh I guess we can use the old uh, the old phrase when you assume we know what happens, guys. Here's <laughs> Mind Mo's brain for any betting advice you can get. Because Mo breaks the game down better than anybody. There are gonna be some good bets to place. <laughs> and, and if I'm wrong completely, nobody come after me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, this is a testament to how much we love Jeff Parles and how much Mo Dacchio enjoys being on with us. Mo is out west. Jeff is out west. Jeff 
has finally joined us. We've been trying to track him down for God knows how long. Mo, on the other hand, at Modacul underscore NBA, the jumpball.net, at Bleacher Report, the Athletic as well. Ran the video coordination. We talked about this earlier, the Clippers, the Spurs, and yes, we have an eye, did at least two times over at one point on the Aussie men's basketball squad. But we thought what was going to happen is the timing of it where we would finally get to the program that we've been a part of the program. We've been anticipating and building up to get inside Mo's brain here. What went right, wrong on the film. And Jeff, as we were trying to get like an hour with you and a lot of conference, <laughs> you would choose to pop on, not even knowing it right at this time. So we're going to combine everybody together. Are you guys okay with that? I'm good yeah. with it. I think this is just he, Jeff knew I was coming. So he wanted to just come on and, and, <laughs> and enjoy some of my uh, takes. There we hey, go. Hey, hey, look, look, I, I think the more the merrier at once, guys. Guys, have done a, a great, you've done a great show all week, even though you had a, it was a short week for you guys with the holiday. And uh, we, we, we both wanted to give you guys a little bit of a break here. That's, I think that's all it is, right? Uh, that's, that's fair. That's, that's definitely fair. Look, we got the five box going. Right. So, that works. All right, let's start. And we'll go around and, and just take advantage that the fact that we have a guy in Mo who can break the game down. Barrett, uh, that you are our NBA's version of Barrett. Like the, the tape junkie sees everything, looks at every rewinds, rewinds, puts it back up to give us the comprehensive feel of what happened. So let's just start with the obvious question, Mo. What did the tape say about what went wrong and really what's been going wrong for the Lakers? And I know the backdrop is going to be injuries, but just as far as their play on the floor, what's gone so wrong to where they're now out of the playoffs? Yeah, I think, I mean, ignoring the obvious part with the injuries, just look at their shooting. Like none of those guys came through shooting wise from deep. And we knew last year, shooting was going to be an issue. They were able to overcome it. They weren't able to overcome it this year. Part of that is being outside the bubble. We saw guys shoot incredible in the bubble through the entire NBA. And now when you're looking at it with everybody kind of back home, you're like, okay, now we're back to normal. Now Kyle Kuzma isn't as big of a three-point shooter as we thought he might be, or KCP or, or all of those guys just kind of struggle. So the first thing you got to look at is their three-point shooting just fell off as the season went on, you know, they started out hot, fell off, and they were never able to get that back. And that means you're not able to spread the floor as much, right? It's easier to pack the paint. You could see it. Like every time LeBron caught the ball and he was, they had Suns had five guys in the paint. They were daring the Lakers to shoot it from deep because they just weren't afraid of them. And I mean, that's one of the biggest things you got to look at when you're looking at what went wrong for the Lakers. Other thing, Dennis Schroeder didn't deliver. Yep. You know, like this is the guy we everybody thought like, OK, he's going to come in. I was a big believer in this Laker team when they put it together, because I thought, wow, these guys will be able to lighten the load for LeBron and A.D. throughout the season. The injuries obviously derailed everything. But when those guys came back, Dennis Schroeder just couldn't deliver. And he was coming back off of having covid or or it was weird. Like he had covid, wasn't sure if he had it. It was just he was in the protocols and he just never looked the same after that. And he didn't deliver. And then defensively, listen, the Suns just took it to him, not just Devin Booker, but there are games when Cameron Payne's killing you. Cameron Payne was out of the league two years ago playing in China. I mean, that says a lot for a team that's supposed to have championship credentials. And so it was pretty, uh, pretty surprising. Yeah. I got two from Mo here. I saw an interesting uh, gif 
this morning on Twitter with an image of LeBron with uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson in Golden that. State Warriors <laughs> uniforms. Yes, I think I, I did see uh, Aton tweet that as well. <laughs> so there's that. Like, what does LeBron do now? And the second part of it is, what did you see from Phoenix that gave, gives you the idea or doesn't give you the idea that they could be uh, you know, a, a finals participant and possibly win it all? Yeah, so – I think LeBron's going to be staying. I'm not worried about LeBron leaving LA or, or or doing anything like that. We know this is this kind of suits him. Everybody else not named Anthony Davis should decide. Should think about maybe we should rent our next place. Uh, they, <laughs> they they all could be uh, on the move. A lot of changes can happen. You got to decide if you're going to bring back Dennis Schroeder. And part of it is that's the that comes down to you have the bird rights. It's not one of those things where. The, the easy answer for everybody is like, no, you, why would you bring back Dennis Schroeder? But if you do that, you can't replace him. And that's kind of a product of the cap. So you have to kind of re-sign him and, and, and hold on to him. I think, you know, the, the stuff you're, we're looking at, it's just not feasible in the sense of like LeBron's going to join the Warriors now or, <laughs> or any of these crazy super teams where we're cooking up. You know, like I'm, I'm teasing my friends who are Portland fans going like, hey, Damon LeBron would be pretty good in, in, in L.A. Maybe it's time to let that go. But there's no realistic way, I think, for the Lakers to even get uh, Dame. So I think we're in an interesting scenario. But I think the Lakers are just going to retool. Look, at the end of the day, too, it was a ton of injuries that knocked them down. You know, it, it, last time this happened to LeBron and the Lakers missed the playoffs, they won the championship the next year. He finished second in MVP voting. So I'm not too discouraged in the long run. This team is built perfectly around LeBron and AD if they can just get a couple of shooters in there. At the end of the day, I think it's all excuses, man. Excuses are tools of the incompetence, made to build mountains of nothing. Those who use them settle them out to anything. So the big excuse is they could control. Wait a second. Where where have these platitudes been for the last <laughs> nine months? This is the first time I've heard you use all three of those, Barrett. Well, well see, you know, that I just did that just because we talked about it earlier in the show on how Harry does that all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Motivational. I don't, I don't read emails. I'm just going to give it to you like that. But, no. Mo already knows this is not a highbrow program. All right? <laughs> oh, oh, okay then. LCD. Okay then. Or, or well, let me get back to this. No. <laughs> no, that, no serious business, man. I'm, I'm just looking at. I think it's more so not what the Lakers did. I think it was more so what CP3 did and how he maintained that team, kept that team together. Even though Booker wasn't shooting the best the first three games, he still held it together, made sure that they had other people they could go to, like Bridges and those guys. And that's the reason why they were, to beat this, they were able to beat this Lakers team. They were more consistent at keeping the team together and playing within the framework of what they wanted to do as a Suns team. And it just so happened the last game, Booker goes off. You know, But I think that's more of a thing. We need to talk more about what they did as opposed to what, what the Lakers didn't do. Unfortunately, Barrett, like, right, we're all going to, the story is going to be LeBron's out of the playoffs. But exactly, you're exactly. But you are 100% right. Like, at the end of the day, injuries, not injuries, the Suns had to go out there and play. And, you know, everything you said is spot on. I mean, they got, again, timely play from Crowder, who started the series like two for 20 from three and then got red hot. You know, everybody kind of stayed in there. Chris Paul with a basically one arm at this point, um, yep. you know, really having some big plays and, and big games. I think, you know, when you're looking at what the the Suns did as incredible, we didn't even mention DeAndre Ayton, who I didn't think was going to perform this well in the playoffs. My biggest doubt for the Suns was their 
inexperience. And listen, I got egg on my face. Aiton comes out and just I don't think he missed. I still think he's red hot from 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 the paint. Like it's 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 a little bit frustrating on the takes perspective. Like, come on, DeAndre, help me out. But um, you know, he 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 nailed it in that sense. And to answer Harry's question, the second part, which I didn't, how far the Suns can go, the West is wide open. I think there, I it's going to be a real interesting series against Denver because you know, as great as Aiton was, now he's got to go up against Jokic, and it'll be interesting to see if he can stay out of foul trouble. Because after Aiton, not a lot of guys, I think, on that Suns team can really defend Jokic. But at the same time, the Suns have a much better backcourt, right? I mean, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, they're rolling, campaign coming off the bench. I I, I think I'm leaning Suns on this one to go to the conference finals, um, but the West is wide open. All four teams and whoever wins in this Lakers or excuse me, Clippers Dallas series, uh, all any of those teams can all make it to the finals. Mo, I you, you kind of you went exactly where I was going to go next with my question though, because you said it the West is now the most wide open it's been in man probably 20, 20 plus years at this point, uh, with the, the dynasties that have rolled through. But if you had to someone to come out now and for for this let's advance the map since they have a home game and don't miss when they play at the Staples Center for whatever reason in this series against the Clippers who do you think is the team that comes out of the West yeah that's I mean it's it's a crapshoot at this point so everybody's gonna hold me to this one and go ahead it'll probably be wrong but I think I'm gonna go with the Suns I just think they it's opened up pretty nicely for them you know I think the the big question will be Chris Paul's shoulder and how long can they maintain with him, you know, basically with one arm. But if Booker's going to shoot this way, if they're going to get the production from Cameron Payne, Mikel Bridges, and and Crowder from from deep, Aiton's going to continue to be this this dominant big man that we're watching grow before our eyes. I think you you, you got to look at them. I'm I'm worried a little bit about the Jazz. The uh, the news coming out, I think it was yesterday or this morning, about the mild hamstring for Mike Connolly, which was something that was a hamstring tightness that kept him out of games in the regular season heading into the playoffs is, has me a little bit concerned in that sense. And if they're not making threes, I, you know, they're, it's hot and cold with them. So it's, it's going to be a very, uh, it's going to be just an interesting West right now here on out. Modacul at Modacul underscore NBA joining us on the Jacob media YouTube page. We're live on sports map radio as well. Jeff Parles from Book It is in the house. We finally tracked Parles down. Now, Harry brought this up earlier in the show, and I want to bring it back. So I'm not the person who is bringing this quote because he'll come in and say, come on, I like I did with Twitter. He'll come in and say, that was my quote. But Shaq says, without Joel Embiid, the Sixers will lose to the Hawks. I think that's true. In five. In five. In five. Yeah. I don't know about in five, but I think they lose to the Hawks without Embiid entirely. I'm not going to speak for Harry Barrett. I'm comfortable saying he doesn't believe that at all. Six, no way. He thinks the Sixers are going to win without Harris, Simmons, and Embiid. What do you, <laughs> what's your reaction to Shaq's comment with the health of Embiid in the backdrop? Yeah, I think a lot of the the people are jumping on the Hawks bandwagon right now, not looking at the fact that they beat up on a pretty brutal Knicks squad. You know, this was a Knicks team that was perfect matchup for the Hawks. They they give up a lot of open threes. They protect the paint. The Hawks like to shoot a ton of threes. And when they're open, they tend to make them. And then when you look at it defensively, the Knicks just didn't test them. You know, there was no opportunity for them to really go at Trey Young. What you're going to see with the Sixers is 
First off, Trey Young's going to have to deal with any combination of Ben Simmons, Matisse Dybul, Danny Green chasing after him. You know, when you talk about the other guys with Bogdanovich, well, I just named three. So when one of those guys is on Trey, the other two are going to be chasing Bogdanovich and, 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 and making things a little bit difficult. I think it becomes an interesting question in terms of if Embiid doesn't play and the Sixers start Dybul like they did in game five, Okay, Capello guards Thibel, but Thibel's going to be cutting and moving around and things like that. I think it becomes an interesting series. Maybe it gets a little bit closer without Embiid, but I think I'm going with the Sixers still just because I think defensively they're going to be solid, and I think offensively they are going to attack Trey Young every time he's on the court. They're going to put him in pick and rolls. They get a switch on him. They're going to That man's going to take him immediately into the post. I think it's going to be a very – more difficult series for the Hawks because they're going to have to adjust a lot more. When you look at that Knicks series, there wasn't a lot of adjustments from the Knicks. Their biggest adjustment was moving Derrick Rose into the starting lineup. That was it. All right, Mo, hold on. We're going to break on the network. We're going to stay live on the stream. We'll go rapid fire, Harry, Barrett, Parles, and take advantage of your time here and looking at all the things that went right and what can go right tonight in case people have the Clippers or maybe, maybe, maybe they play some money line bet on the Mavericks like, I don't know, me. We'll talk to Bo <laughs> and back in three on the network, still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. All right, Harry, we'll go All right and fire. You, Barrett, Parles. All right, how many games do you think the Brooklyn Bucks series goes? I think this goes seven, and I have the Bucks. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. I like right. that. So do you think the um the chip goes to the east this year? Yes. I think it's a, they're just too uh too strong. When you look at the Bucks and the Nets, I think they're the best teams left. If Embiid's healthy, I think Philly has a good shot. If he's not healthy, it's it's a little challenging. But all three of those teams will be better than anybody that comes out of the West. Mo well, in that in that Nets uh Bucks series, uh Injuries people are overlooking, at least to me. Jeff Green and mm-hmm. DiVincenzo on the Milwaukee side. I, I I tend to actually agree with you that Milwaukee has a much better shot today than they would have even a week ago because of that green injury. Because, Mo, who's going to guard Giannis? Who's even going to slow him down on Brooklyn? No, that's my question, Jeff. I, I, I was hoping to fire that at you guys. Um, the, the way I look at it is they're going to start out, I think, <laughs> they're going to start out with Blake on him. I think, you know, they're, we're going to see DeAndre Jordan get some minutes, even though he hasn't played in what feels like three months. You know, it, they're going to have to put size on him to a degree. I just don't think they have any ability to stop him. And if Jeff Green doesn't play the series, they're, they're really – that's just going to be the main focal point right there. Can I just ask real quick, back at that Atlanta series, and this is where I think the issue that I have, just trusting the Sixers, especially with a banged-up or absent Joel Embiid, how, what's the plan attacking Capella, knowing that he is just an extra pose- a living, breathing extra possession around the rim? Yeah, I think the the idea of it is going to be your rotations. I think the Sixers' defense, rotation-wise, has been phenomenal. They're able to constantly rotate and get out there. Part of the thing that's going to make it hard is make Trey Young have to throw those passes through the long arms of Ben Simmons and Matisse Thybul if they're trapping the pick and roll or, or, or things like that. I think Capella is going to be an interesting thing uh, force there, and he could have some monster games. But you can win the series if Capella is having monster games and the Hawks aren't shooting well from three. Problem is when you're giving up both, yep. right? And I think that's that's going to be the thing you got to 
hold on to. Like I'll live with Capella dropping 20 points in a game. And, and, you know, as long as Trey young is only going three for 10 from three and you're, you're, you're holding the Hawks down a little bit from the three point range. Cause that's where the game is going to be won and lost in this series is going to be the three point line. Got it. All right. We're going to be back here. We've got a couple of minutes before we get out of here. So maybe like, was referring. Oh, we're still in break. That's good. We're not going to be long in break. So I just I want you to think about this. All right. Because I think I'm the only one on the program, including Jeff Parles, who is either brave or foolish enough to jump on the Mavs money line, expecting the pendulum to swing back. All right. So we're back on the air. You're in the middle on the Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Moe's still in the house. Jeff Parle's still in the house. Now, Moe's got to go. I mean, he's got a, a busy day. Jeff looks <laughs> like he's still in a hotel room, so maybe we can mm-hmm. convince him to hang for overtime. I am the one. I don't think Harry, because I haven't heard him say anything. I, Barrett won't admit to placing a bet, even though I have an inkling that he can. <laughs> Jeff, I don't know. You just got here about 17 minutes ago. But I am in. I'm locked in on the Mavs money line. I think this is the game in which the pendulum shifts and a home team actually wins. Mo, you're here to either shred me or give me more confidence going into this game. Oh, hey, Tom, I'm going to give you some confidence. I think you're going to see Luka Doncic go nuts after watching Devin Booker close out the, the Lakers. I think he's going to feel a little more extra motivated. This is the first time he's been in a game where he gets to eliminate somebody, you know, and, and I think we're going to get a big Doncic game. Look, we saw what he did in game five, 31 of 37 field goals. He either scored or assisted on for the Mavs. Like that's a crazy number. I think the, Clippers defense will will adjust a little bit, but ultimately I think Luca's just going to figure everything out. I think this is going to be a monster game. I think Luca ends the Clippers season tonight. Wow, that's got to be a worse loss exit yeah. stage left than the Lakers. Lakers can at least harp on the injuries, man. And the, the worst part is you, you picked them. You know, you you you, <laughs> you, you said that we're going to play the Mavs, and it's going to be a brutal loss and mm-hmm. and, and things like that, but. Um, Basketball I mean, guys. Yeah. And Luca. Yeah. I mean, listen, Luca's a, a a future star. I mean, not he's a star now. What he's doing at, at 23, 24 years old is amazing. You know, and I just feel like he's only going to get better as he goes forward. So I yeah. kind of think these Mavs take it tonight. Awesome, Mo. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. And thanks, Mo. The rest of your day out there. It's love, bro. Thanks, guys. All right, you got it. That's Mo Dacula again at Mo Dacula underscore NBA. Jeff, you want to hang? Yeah, I, I I got about ten minutes. Good. We're back for overtime next. Thanks, Ron. Have a great weekend. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you. 
when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. It's overtime. The Jacob Media YouTube page. Like, share, give us a subscribe as well. You want to make sure that your subscription is active to the Jacob Media YouTube page. The notification bell as we hit you here with overtime. Jeff Parles is in the house and Harry has been salivating, waiting for this topic all day. I I will slide something in here because I don't want it to be overlooked and we're not going to be back until Monday. So this isn't for long-term fodder by any means, but it's part of what we do all the time, which is talk about sports betting. Did you see that this is a pretty gigantic story going on at the French Open? I don't know if anybody caught this, but just this is like an update. It's not a topic. It's just an update. Yana Siskova has been arrested for alleged max match fixing at the 2020 French Open. That's last year. 2020 French Open. They believe her losses at last year's tournament were part of an organized fraud. One Mm. doubles match in particular was lost after two double faults where she was competing in the French Open for the first time. It's like blue chips. Yeah. Kid was dribbling the ball on purpose. The Russians, man. It's always the Russians. Match fixing. How do you bet on stuff like this now? How do you bet on these things? That's tough, man. That's 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 really tough. You know, when you look at the integrity of the game, you know, that's 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 what it's built of integrity. And then to, you know, have it jeopardized like that, it's, that's yep. tough. Well, I know uh, Jeff's buddy Gil Alexander is a sharp uh, better when it comes to tennis. I'd I'd be interested to know, you know, if this is what he'd have to say about this. Do you know Jeff? Is there a, do you have a take on this is, that you're aware of? I, I, oh, I he's don't frozen. I, look, oh. I'm a, I, I, I shouldn't be frozen now. You got, you got me, Harry. You hear me? No, we got. But, uh, yeah, we can but, hear but you. Look, uh, look, look. Gil, Gil, Gil's on vacation this week. I'm on vacation this week. I haven't talked to Gil maybe for about three minutes uh, on Monday just to get some heads before I left down again. Uh, I, this is uh, this is the first I have heard of this, and this is uh, 
this is uh that's a pretty wild story that it can happen on that yeah. big of a scale and again a major and again uh it, it has been <laughs> it has not been the greatest week for the french open let's just let, let's just say that <laughs> right not at wow. all, all right, yeah. Mac, take it away brother well, I, I had one for Jeff because I know, you know, we're bugging him on his vacation. I've been following. I follow Jeff as everybody should on Instagram. And I saw a great picture of he and the lady getting ready to go watch their beloved New York Mets. They had their Metropolitans jerseys on going to see him play the mighty Padres. And I want to know if Parles placed a wager on that game while he sat there with his girlfriend and watched the action. First off, Harry, Harry, big, big, big player here my my girlfriend is not a Mets fan by trade so i have i have corrupted her into becoming a Mets fan which is nice <laughs> in all honesty the worst final thing i could have done not even close <laughs> um i did i did i did not make a bet on the game harry because wow i i i know if anything i would have just bet the padres because i i, I again that's just one of those one of those things for me where i'm on the game i don't Man, well, obviously we had it went a whole year without being able to go to these events, so it's been a long time since I see one of my teams win in person. Uh, yeah. the, the few games that I've got to with my girlfriend, uh, the first sporting event we ever went to together was a Jet Titan game mm. uh, in Darnold's rookie season in Nashville, uh, and the Jets somehow against Marcus Mariota, who legitimately couldn't do anything right the whole day, they blew an eleven lead in the last six minutes in Nashville. Uh, so that is trying to set the tone for the sporting events uh, that she and I have been to together over the last two and a half years uh, since wow. we started dating. So it's uh, I, I, I would have all been a Padre bet last night. Well, Petco is a great spot to see a game. I saw the yeah, Phillies play out there once. Yeah, it's a, it's a good spot. You know, it, it basically California is like basically the only state left that kind of has COVID restrictions as a whole. Mm-hmm. So it was it was one of those where it was. Only thirty-three percent full, so it was actually nice to be able to spread out a little bit. You have your room by by your seats. Uh, look, it was it was unbelievably nice to be back in a park again. It was it's been way too long since uh, seven events. It's good to be back at one. Sounds good, man. Look, we we wanted to make sure everything was all right. Yeah. That was oh no! Big... Look, hey, look, 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 look. I'm in, I'm in San Diego. We when we left Vegas on Tuesday. It was 102 degrees when we left at 10 in the morning. When we arrived in San Diego, however many hours later, because people don't know how to drive on the highways in California and got multiple accidents that cost us about 90 minutes, um, we got here about uh, 4.30 in the afternoon, and it was 70 degrees. So wow. nothing like a 30-degree drop by going a couple hundred miles west. Wow. It just, wow. So, it just so happens I got to go up and um, – take some uh, NFL tests and everything. I'll be actually in Anaheim next week, but it, I'm, I'll, I'll be there taking tests and all kind of concussion tests and everything else, man, for the NFL. So, you know, I, I will be there, but I won't be there happy. Just, just, just so you know, man. Well, Barry, I won't be happy. Barry go to Disneyland. You'll, uh, your day will be even better. You know that. <laughs> well, the stream wants to know if Parles will make it to the San Diego Zoo. I thought you were okay. already So San Diego Zoo is a, a probably a no. We're going to Coronado today, which is, mm. uh, of course, the eye. You go right, right, right across uh, uh, the ridge right behind, which would be behind me if my, uh, my blinds were open. Uh, go to the beach over there. Uh, we've not been to the zoo so far. Uh, so uh, 
It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a question. We're leaving tomorrow. We may, we may go before heading back to Vegas, but it's a, I'd say it's a square coin at this point, guys. Well, let me Just watch you. out for those cougars now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything to leave us with a player two tonight? I, I, let me hit you with the most ridiculous four-way parlay that I gave out yesterday. All right. Okay. Bruins under five and a half. That hit. That's wins. The Redwoods today laying one and a half goals in the PP or the PLL opener. They're the second okay. best team in this league. They've lost the last two uh, championships to the best team in overtime. They got a great kid in the draft and they went out and got the best faceoff guy from college last year to fix their only weakness. They're laying one and a half goals against the second worst team in the entire league. So Redwoods minus one and a half Bruins under five and a half Ricky Fowler, top 20 this weekend doing okay, at least after one. So I feel okay on that. That actually was the biggest. And then here's the fourth one. Dak Prescott comeback player of the year. That's going to return plus eight eighty. That's only plus 880. Well, a lot the, of these uh, are like the Brewers. Yeah. I laid 162. The Redwoods. Yeah, so, so, what, yeah. what, was, what, what was Dak's number on his own? Because that's a bet that I kind of like on his own. Yeah, I, I, you know what? He sh I, I would have expected him to be shorter than that. So Thank you. Uh, I, I, I actually like that bet. I like that bet. It's a, it, look, it all comes down to Harry's guy, Ricky Fowler, at this point. If uh, Oh, you know what's going to happen? <laughs> no, 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 Jeff, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen, right? And I'm on a roll predicting stuff because I nailed your appearance exactly as it is. So maybe I'm just feeling <laughs> myself. But this, these three are going to hit. Well, the Bruins already hit. The Redwoods are going to no. win by 10 goals, right? Ricky Fowler is going to finish top five or 10, forget 20. And Dak Prescott's going to get hurt week 10. And I'm going to be sitting here for six months waiting on this ticket to return only to see Dak Prescott fail and Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey get the damn award. That's my luck. Are you there? Or are you muted? I think you're muted. Yeah. Oh, I, muted. I, I, I no, no, I know. I froze. I froze guys. Uh, but uh, look, I, I, I heard you, what you were saying though. If Dak gets hurt in the middle of the season and you lose your bet because of that, that would be complete nonsense. Complete nonsense if that happened. It's going to happen. I know it. I, right, does look, anybody want to get anything? For, for, I do have one thing for tonight. I do agree with you on Dallas. Please. I agree with you on Dallas. Um, I, I think the Mavs are going to close this thing out tonight, and the Clippers are going to have a, a agonizing few months ahead of them to see if Kawhi actually stays in L.A. I think he does, but it's going to be a few agonizing months uh, why he figures out the future. Because that franchise is taking a dude who is, again, legitimately took the Toronto Raptors to an NBA championship. And it is irrelevant because of that franchise in L.A. right now. Fair awesome enough. stuff, Jeff. I think we should redo the question for uh, for Barrett for overtime so we could put it out on Twitter, though, about Andre Dillard. Remember when we teed him up earlier in the show? We were going to do it again in overtime? Okay. Yeah. Barrett, I saw yesterday all over social media, your boy, Andre Dillard, is telling the media and the Philadelphia Eagles sports fans that he is a new man in 2021. I'll say this. 
a zebra will never be able to change his stripes. You get what you get from the guy that he came in and, and showed you. You can you can go out and you can change your technique. You can go out and get stronger. You can even go out and know your playbook better. But you cannot change who you are as a person. If you're going out there and you're getting your ass kicked and you let the guy kick your ass, you're not mad about it, then that's who you are. Now, if you're a player that you get your butt kicked, then you turn the corner, you're like, all right, it won't happen again. If you have that fight in you, then you can change and, and, and be a better player. But if you're not tough to begin with, what makes you think you're going to be tough afterwards? I didn't see a toughness in him. And if he can change that, he could be a hell of a player because he always has. He already has great technique. They said he got stronger, but he just didn't have that drive to be a fighter. If he can change the drive to be a fighter, then I'll be able to eat my words and say, okay, then he'll be a player. But right at this point, I can't see it because I saw Jordan Malata turn his corner and become a very dominant player in the NFL at the left tackle position. He's only going to get better. And at this point, he deserves to be the starting left tackle. Because Howie Roberson drafted him, I think Dillard will get the okay to start off with. But I definitely think Jordan Malata will take it at the end. Period, point blank. Beautiful. Awesome. Have a great weekend. Thanks to Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. At Jeff Parles, at Book It Sports. We're out of here. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.